Hi there, and welcome to the Leaving Today podcast, the podcast that discusses the Disneyland Resort and the Disney IP in an enthusiastic, informative, and often humorous way. Show notes for this episode and every episode can be found on leaventodaypodcast.com. If you're listening to us on iTunes or Stitcher Radio, please subscribe and leave a comment. Until then, thank you for listening and enjoy the show. Hello, 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 and hello. I give you an ad- uh, one more hello because it's a special episode. Uh, episode number 54 of the Leaving Today podcast. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. My name is Mark. Sitting to the right of me, sorry, to the left of me, is the game changer herself, Jess. Hello. She also likes to explore trails that have been recently closed due to the winter. Yeah, it was cold. I, oh. I imagine it was. And windy. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, and then sitting to the right of me is the trail master of puppets himself, Udi. Hi. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, crazy timing on that. Um, I'm going to mute that. that was, well, that's Patrick. Oh, well, see, people know we're doing this right now. People know me. <laughs> you know, uh, if you have just found us for the first time, thank you so much. And welcome to the family. If this is your 54th listen, uh, thank you so much for being a part of it. We definitely strive to make you guys happy. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> yeah, and if you find us on iTunes, please leave a comment, uh, good or bad, and I guess I think it helps us. At least it helps us mentally. Yeah. Uh, tonight we are talking to uh, artist and theme designer Shane Grammer. We think you guys are going to dig him a lot. Um, Very cool guy. Yeah, and we also have the news, and we have a one-on-one with Jess. Um and I'm also going to start a brand new game that's going to go out throughout the, the whole year. Basically, I interviewed my stepfather. Um, and what I'm going to do, and you guys can play at home, <laughs> is that I asked him like 15 questions. And I'm going to pit uh, Jess versus Udi on this. And each time he, I ask him a question, I'm, we're going to ask, do you think he's going to get it right or wrong? Okay. So there, it's pretty is, simple. Is there a prize? Well, we're involved in it. Well, this this will go towards your birthday prize Ooh, bonus. So we're thing. building up. Yeah, because oh, usually I ask you guys questions and then there's a bonus at the end. This yeah. is going to serve as that bonus. Oh, okay, okay, I got you. Okay, I like it. I yeah, and it. he's kind of a character, so um, I like it if I win. Yeah. Okay. But tonight's quick question is: or Jess loses. I'll so be happy. I'm going to interrupt really quick. Yeah. I'm sorry. My mother just sent me a link to a Twitter. Uh-huh. So, um, I don't. I don't know who Benny Cyrus is, but Benny Cyrus tweeted this. So a guest hopped off the boat at the jail scene of pirates, casually playing on his phone, and now they stopped the attraction. There's a picture. He what? Are you kidding? The guy jumped off the boat, and he was chilling by the scene playing with his phone, and they had to go one-on-one. 
Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. This is breaking news, guys. Breaking news. (laughs) Hashtag idiots of Disneyland. Oh my gosh. Wow. I would be livid if I was on that butt with that guy. I would be yelling at the guy, get back in. Or no, if he even went to, I'd be like, where are you going? Where are you going? Where are you going? Where are you going, bro? No, no, no. You're ruining it for everybody. Get back in here. Right? What a. So, anyways, sorry. I think it's fascinating. Yeah. Joker. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay. They can be. Yes, they can be. Uh, well, tonight's question is, if you could open a new store on Main Street, USA, what would you open? Oh, that's for us? Oh, yes. Um, oh, I thought I was all ready was to play the sh- game. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. Okay, nope. okay, okay. Nope. Go ahead, dude. You can go first. You know what? I think I'm going to take a cue. No, I won't do that. I kind of want to take a cue off of, uh, um, let's see, I don't know. Or maybe it could be a restaurant or something on there that they don't have, something they don't have now, or store that sold goods that they don't have. You know, I don't know. It has to be one of those? Well, what else would you want there to be? Or actually, it can be anything. I'm going to open it up. That's how crazy I am right because, now. Because, I mean, you think, okay, take a the stroll. Bailey's is getting to him. Take a stroll down. Okay. Down on Main Street? Down Main Street. And I'm like... I, I, I think go- it'd be cool to put, like, a stable. Like a barnish stable. That's not a store, where, What are they going to sell? No. That's where they would keep a couple of the Clydesdales so people could go in and see them. The ones that pull the carts. That's well, not they it. have that on, at, the, at, the, at the fire station. The horses? They have the little stalls there. Haven't you ever been, ever been in there? But I want the real horses in them. Oh, real so horses. That, yeah, I want like the ones that pulled the, the cart okay. down oh, Main Street. But I, I gotcha. Be, I believe yeah. the question was for a store. No, he said he'd open it up because he was feeling crazy. So there's my answer. That is true. I am feeling crazy, as you can tell. This is about as crazy as I get. But it cannot be a Star Wars store or a restaurant. No, it wasn't, oh, it can, it wasn't going to be because I don't, want, I don't want that. Okay. I don't know what I want, but I don't want that. Well, that's... Do we have a custom lightsaber shop? Oh, wait. No, no I'm not on Main they're, Street. They're, and they're already doing it anyway over in... Yeah, Galaxy that Edge. place. Um, Galaxy's Edge. Mm-hmm. You can say it. You won't die. You will not melt. Um, I don't know. Custom T-shirts, maybe? They don't do that. No, they don't. That'd be pretty nifty. Like you could do like you know my Disneyland experience or how they do buttons, but then go like a custom T-shirt and get like my first day in Disney. Oh yeah. Put your picture on it. Yeah. Or um, something like that. Maybe that'd be cool. Or doing like a Star Wars thing or like being able to pick a part like I want to experience or or I don't know. Maybe something like that would be fun. Okay. I don't know how popular it would be, but I think it'd be fun. Yeah, that'd be interesting. See, I had you thinking like a bike shop or something. It doesn't make sense. Like if we were going to, like if it was. Well, not that you could ride around in the park. That's my point. Like there's no reason like. I would add, you know what I would though, but it, it doesn't, it, it can't make a whole shop. You could do a whole line of cycling gear, ooh, Disney themed, but you wouldn't create a whole shop for it because it's like, no, but you could combine it to have like, you uh-huh. know, like the around Disney. Yep, that, yeah, that's exactly where you were going. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, that would be run good. Disney. You and could s- do a totally run Disney shop and mm-hmm. then have all the custom, like, and then you could have running apparel. And cycling apparel and all that kind of stuff that was all Disney inspired and themed. Because those two are very, very similar. I mean, the yeah, shoes are of course be. different, but well, you know, I do, I do work for a shop that um, does um, 
three that crazy sport with three three things in it. Uh huh. Might as well put one of those in there. Then if we're gonna go that far, let's just go all the way. Just go crazy. Just go well, crazy. They go. They go. It's it's a swim bike run. So if anybody knows what that sport is called. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but anyway, so there you go. Okay. That'll be fun. Good answer. It'd be just be apparel. Wouldn't be anything else. All custom Disney or custom and with sublimation. And, ooh, cu- ooh, that'd be cool. Now I'm starting to think. Okay. Yeah. I'm stop right there. Okay. <laughs> right on. Okay. So before we get to the news and one-on-one with Jess, I do want to start this game. Um, there's an intro and there's a, what, a question one. It says question answer. Okay. Uh, do the intro. So this is going to be about four or five minutes of me interviewing my uh, my stepdad. And um, his, his name is Dean. What? You know, for as much as Mark and I talk, you know, he does keep things secret. Yes. I had no He's idea. He's learning from me. <laughs> yes. Don't learn from her. Okay. Bad. <laughs> Ready? Yep, go ahead. Hello there, hello there, hello there. This is Mark from Leaving Today Podcast, and tonight uh, we're going to kick off a very special segment on the show. Um, it's meant to be a year-long uh, game, a trivia game, and I am with a special guest. I am with my stepfather tonight, Dean. Um, say hello. Hi there. <laughs> okay, um, so I'm going to ask him a series of trivia questions, um, multiple choice, and I'm going to um, ask Udi and Jess to say whether or not uh, they think he will get the answer right. Does that seem fair to you? That's very fair. Okay, so um, if you can indulge us, just you know, a little bit about your history. So we know, uh, or sorry, I know what, how, what your history is, but um, if they know like what your background is with Disneyland so that they don't know if maybe you know anything about the park or you know something about the park so they can better gauge their answers. So the floor is all yours. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate the interview, Mark. Sure. The first week that Disneyland was open, 1955, Mm-hmm. I was invited, along with a group of other singers from my church, to sing in the gazebo. Yeah, the gazebo that was right. I can't remember if it was the Carnation Pavilion or uh, it was the gazebo. If as you're going into the park, <clears throat> going down Main Street, at the end of Main Street, it was on your left. Okay, yeah. And it was painted white, and it held about 40 people. Gotcha, okay. So I sang there, and um, that then would, I, I left with a group. I think that was the Carnation Plaza Gardens at one point. I know that area where it is now, and that's changed names a few times, but yeah, there was a gazebo there. Mm-hmm. Okay. So and I, I recall that it was the Carnation gazebo. Anyway, um, that's the first time I went. And I didn't go back for about four years. And I went with my family and spent the day. Uh, and we bought the ticket books. <laughs> and I was kind of perplexed as to why we only got one e-coupon. <laughs> and, and plenty of A-coupons, but <laughs> they didn't do much. You could ride down Main Street in a streetcar. Yeah. Um, but... You had to pay extra to go into the tiki room. Uh, next time I went back was after we'd gone to um, Knott's Berry Farm, and that was still when they had just the 
um, like the ghost I, town or yeah the ghost town and then there was the uh, jail where mm. they had a intercom yeah so you could that, s- that was before the wagon circle oh okay so I can't remember the dates or anything like that sure but but you, that, you could you could pan for gold yes I could yeah <laughs> and they kicked me out because I got too good at it <laughs> there you go <laughs> So just point of reference, though, you grew up um, in Watts, and... Yeah, we... Wow. At the time, it was called um, Southwest Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how long of a drive was that to, get, to, to go out to the uh, remote city of Anaheim? About an hour and a half. Hour, hour and a half? Yeah, we went down uh, past the Goodyear plant. You're anyway, losing me with that. <laughs> and, anyway. Okay. Okay, gotcha. So you have a, a little bit of history with Disneyland. Yeah, I've been there a few times. Head, yep, yes, yes, you have. Now, um, before we get into the game, I have to, since you are a guest on the show, we always ask people these Disneyland trivia. Ah, okay. not, not trivia, but Disneyland uh, primers, I, I suppose, just because we want to know a, a little bit about you. So what, what um, would you say is your essential attractions that you have to go on when you go to the park? These are things that you like to do. Now, I know it's a little bit different for you now, but like what, if you had your choice, which you should have your choice, but what do you like to do? I like to ride the train. I like to ride the monorail. I like to, um, I used to like to go into the teacups, but um, (laughs) after getting sick on them, uh, I kind of got soured on it. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) I like to go to uh, Pirates, the Caribbean. Yeah. Um, I've eaten a few times at the Blue Bayou. Yeah. Um, and I like to go to the Golden Horseshoe Review. And I've shot a few at, in uh, Frontierland at the, uh, what, what do you call it when you shoot a rifle? Well, I think it's a shooting exposition. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, it was kind of a bummer when they took out the Monsanto uh, mm-hmm. House of the Future. Oh, you, you, yeah, that was before my time, though. It's quite a bit before your time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the Disneyland Railroad, the Monorail, Pirates, and the Shooting Arcade. The, um, yeah. The Shooting Range. or shoot, I think it's called the Shooting Exposition or something like that. Yeah. I also like the Jungle Cruise. Mm-hmm. Oh, Yeah. Those are all essentials. Okay. Uh, small world. Don't, don't leave that one out. I didn't know you liked that one. Oh, yeah. Okay. I like the, the various iterations of the song going through there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. I just thought about something for that. Um, oh, boy. That song was written by <laughs> Richard Sherman, the Sherman Brothers. I wonder if they still get royalties every time that song's played. I bet you they do. Or there was some sort of... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it was a cash deal. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it was a cash deal, because that's... They would be... Um, yeah, anyway. Anyway. Um, any particular place you like to eat at the park? Or snack? Um, well, I like I like the... Um, where they have the ice cream on the left side, halfway down Main Street. And... At the end of Main Street on the right, there's a restaurant where they have uh, some of the best fried chicken in the world. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. That's the Plaza Inn. Mm-hmm. 
That's a little bit of foreshadowing. That might be a question coming up for you, anyways. But anyway, so so Plaza Inn and uh, the Gibson Girl ice cream. Well, <laughs> it's changed names quite a few times. Yeah, and it used to be um, they used to serve ice cream only at the uh, red and white striped uh, place. Oh, that's halfway down. Yeah, halfway down on the left before you get Carnation. To, That's Carnation. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Carnation place. Yeah. Okay. So ice cream and chicken from the Plaza Inn. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay. Um, is Disneyland better at day or at night for you? Yes. <laughs> you must pick one, though. I you like that answer. One. Yes. <laughs> well, in the daytime, it would be... Um, Frontierland and Adventureland and New Orleans Square. Okay. And at night it would be Fantasyland and Tomorrowland. Oh, okay. That's interesting. And we we so we ask that question to everyone that comes on our show, and we never really have the same answer. And most people like it at night overall. One person liked it in the in the in the day. Um, there's no wrong answer. I'm just always curious. Uh, is there a certain spot where you like to be when it gets dark? Yeah, on Main Street to watch the um, the, the various. Um, I'm a people watcher. Yeah. <laughs> so, so when they have the parades down Main Street mm-hmm. at night, yes. I like those. Okay, that's a that's a, a solid answer. And let's see. Another question we typically ask. Um, uh, <clears throat> if you were to show um, someone that wasn't into Disneyland or Disney, like what part of the park or what attraction best represents what Walt Disney was trying to do with the park, what do you think you would show them? I would show them the historical <laughs> museum on the right uh, at the entrance end of Main Street. Oh, yep, yep, gotcha. So you would you would go in there? I would go in there, and I would go into the um, silent picture show. Okay. okay. Oh, yeah. And that, that pretty much summed up what he was about. Okay. All right, that's a, that's a uh, fair answer. All right. I couldn't forget the ATMs on the en- next to the entrance either. Oh, <laughs> Uh, for those listening in the background, uh, there's a there's a German Shepherd dog that uh, is trying to chime in his opinion <laughs> his on opinion. things. So there you have it. There's a quick ten minutes with uh, Dean here. Uh, so you guys now you know his background. So you have to think hard if he's going to answer these questions right or wrong. Mm. All right. <laughs> so you ready to go? I'm ready. Okay. Remember, there's a multiple choice. Don't answer until I get finished. Okay. Because I don't want you to jump the gun. Because I have to, I have to cut this audio out. Clever. Okay. Question number one: <clears throat> The monorail makes two stops. Where are they? A. Main Street USA and Tomorrowland. B. Tomorrowland and Disney's Grand California. C. Downtown Disney and Main Street USA. Or D. Tomorrowland and Downtown Disney. Okay, so uh, 
that was my quick interview with him. Uh, every week, it won't be that long, because every week I'm just going to ask him a question, and then you guys are going to answer. So, I hope you guys found that interesting. Yeah. I didn't know. I didn't know he was. Uh, uh-uh. he, he had that much of history. I mean, he was there almost yeah. from, been going almost from the beginning. Yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, and um, I'll say, I think there's 15 questions. Each, each show, we're going to do one question. Okay. And... Um, He's all over the place. I'll just say that. Yeah. <laughs> He's all over the place. Okay. So, so that's why I'm like, will he or won't he? Won't he, yeah. Okay. I, I got my answer. I have my answer. Okay, okay. so uh, Jess, ladies first, would you think he'll, he gets it right? No. Uh, Jess says no. Udi, what do you think? I'm going to go with no. He no. doesn't get it right. Same as Jess. Okay. Same as Jess. So I will we tell have- you that I there was no cheating or anything on this. Um, I just asked him and he answered. Okay. Okay. So they. So let's play number. Let's play the answer. D. D. He got D. it. Tomorrowland and Downtown Disney. Okay. I don't Your answer is D. Know. That is correct. Wow. Okay. Well, we're okay, at zero point. Play something now. Okay. Okay. Good. All right. So. Question number one, both Jess and Udi missed. Wow. Yeah, I definitely thought he was going to get it wrong. Yep. Okay. So that's the first question. Stay tuned next time for next next uh, <laughs> next week's. <laughs> wow. I hope we don't fail miserably like this through the whole, whole thing. thing. No, wow. you won't. You okay. won't. It's going to be great. <laughs> okay. We're going to suck and fail together. I know. At least we'll do it as a team. As a unit. Yes. Did you guys find that fun, though? Yeah, that's cool. Okay. I like that. Am it's I like okay here. To unplug? I think you have to... In, Ejected properly from OSX. How the hell do you do that, Mark? You, um, ah, eject. Oh, there you go. All right. And so I can turn this off now. You don't need my computer anymore? Nope, we're good. Good stuff. Yes, so you LTP listeners can play at home. So that's going to be a new segment called Ask Dean. Yeah. Okay. So now let's go to our news. You listen to me. You are talking about things that you do not understand. Tonight's news is brought to you by Expedition Roasters Coffee, where they encourage you to brew your happy place. And I'm looking at two brand new bags of coffee right here. So, Jess. Yes. This will get your motor running. <gasps> Ooh. Yeah. Am I going to head out on the highway? You are. Okay. Whether, whether you're on a Sunday drive mm-hmm. in a family coupe. Oh. Or flying around a dirt track. <laughs> okay. There's your hint. In your cherry red hot rod. Vroom, vroom. Yeah. Our Route 66 Tire Fix is a supercharged morning blend that's sure to get you rolling. So that is flavor number one, Route 66 Tire Fix, brand new from Exhibition Roasters. And we actually just tried it, and it was delicious. Yep. It was really smooth. Yep. It was. It was very good. It was a nice, light, like Mark said, smooth mm-hmm. morning pick-me-up. Yep. Except we had it at 7 o'clock at night, which yep. is why I am hyper. <laughs> so... The second brew that we have here is uh, going to be my all-time favorite, and mm-hmm. I'm sure all of our listeners are going to know why in just right a second. away. But, Udi, I have a question for you. Uh-huh. You have felt a great disturbance, haven't you, my I, apprentice? I have. Do you sense a weakness in your coffee? Always. The lack of flavor? Always. Search your feelings, okay? You know it to be true. Mm-hmm. There is another way. A strong, dark roast that beckons you. Yeah. 
give yourself to the dark side. Heck yeah, dark side rose. Hashtag Star Wars. Yep. You don't know the power of the dark side. What up? <laughs> yeah. So two brand new flavors from our friends at Expedition Roasters. Um, we like we just got done having some of the Route 66 tire fix, and it was really, really, really good. Um, the packaging is awesome. I love it. I love it. Um, beautiful. As per usual, yeah. So head on over to ExponentialRushers.com. Um, find out. Actually, order both of these brand new ones. Mm-hmm. And if you're a first-time customer, uh, enter LTP20 in the checkout for 20% off of this order. Mm-hmm. All right. And so with Expedition Roasters, they encourage you to brew your happy place. Oh, yeah. Yeah. R- ruffle that paper. We have so much news tonight. Um, gosh, it's just, you know, we could have done a podcast on anything. Um, we, we could have talked about new Starbucks coming in Sacramento. We could have done a podcast about politics. We could have done a, podca- a podcast about whatever, bicycles. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, we could have. Actually, I probably would. Well, Starbucks. Or, I could have handled the other two, but yeah. Starbucks, no thank you. But we chose Disney. Yep. Because we thought it'd be safe, and now uh, there's gonna be some slow. T- there is never a slow moment with these guys. I keep every time yeah. we, we get this, I always go back to when we we were talking about it. Maybe at episode what thirty? Uh huh. Like, man, are we gonna have stuff? And I looked at you with full confidence. Don't worry. There's always something going on. We will forever have a show because there's always going to be stuff going on. Right. And here we are, episode what fifty four? Yeah, fifty four. And. We ain't slowing down. No, we're not. We ain't slowing down. Oh. Hi, Kat. All right. So let's see. The sun rises, the sun sets. We have taxes, we have death, and we have increased ticket prices. Heck dun, yes. Dun, dun, dun. Look, I ain't in this for your revolution, and I'm not in it for you, princess. I expect to be well paid. I'm in it for the money. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, this just, this just happened. Mm-hmm. Um, to no one's shock. Um, so basically the annual passes are the ones that get jolted here. Right. Um, because if you go for one day, I think no matter what, you're always going to be kind of shafted on that because you always want to go at least two days. You, You need to go. You need to go two days. If you do not do at least two days, you're, yeah, it's not worth it. it. Like you're, you're missing so much. You're going to miss so much. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. So. The Disney, um, the Disney Deluxe is the one that I had. That was like several years ago. That was five forty nine. Um, as of yesterday, it was six nineteen. As of today, it's seven twenty nine. Seven twenty nine for the most basic entry level of all Disneyland passes. Are you surprised? It's they it's, raise them twice a year. It's no. high though. Seven twenty nine. That's almost two. That's hundred and eighty dollars more. Yeah, I think than it was when I bought it. Yeah, but you haven't had it now for what two years? Three years. At least, but yeah. the thing is, like, if you look at the park, like right now, the day that they jacked the prices up, it looks like it's. Uh, I know it looks like a construction zone. Yeah, it's lovely, isn't it? Yeah, Walt Wood Freak. I know. Oh yeah, don't don't get me going. I mean, I'm gonna jump on the soapbox that you jump onto right now with with the prices. Like, I don't mind paying more, but. Like, do it at the right time. Yeah. Let, let, not get some value. Like, I, I still wish they had. I mean, they, okay. So they did the pricing changes, you know, the daily to try to 
you know, move around high time and whatever. Uh, and I'm still the mind, like, if you're doing half of main, uh, main Street or whatever behind, you know, tarps and whatnot, mm-hmm. dude, cut the price down. Like, we're not getting everything that we should be. No. I don't mind you raising prices, but, man, that, yeah, that but park better can, be at 100%. But you can, then people can say, well, this, like, you know, XYZ attractions aren't open, so cut your prices down. Y- yeah. You can't. What if a ride well, goes no, no, one-on-one no, no, for uh, no reason? No, 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 okay. No, no, but... There is daily operation, right. which that falls into daily operation. Having a planned closure and they were closing, like what they did in DC with like having Pixar Pier. I mean, that's fine that they're doing it, but dude, you better discount that ticket because you're missing a chunk of what's going on. <laughs> so I don't mind. I think everyone understands a one-on-one situation. It happens. It's a daily running thing. Not right. everything happens. Not everything's going to run perfectly 100% of the time. But when you know you're going to be shutting down things, you know you're going to be shutting this down for a month. You're going to be shooting, shooting that, um, you know, shutting that down for another two months or whatever. Or with mainland, half a year. Come on, like something. I, yeah, throw I us mean, a bone. Don't, I mean, I get it, but throw us a bone. I get. I, and so instead, what they do, they raise the price. So I just jumped on Mark's uh, soapbox for that one. So I'm going to jump off of it. But there you yeah. go. Yeah. Well, you had talked about the next time you go getting an annual pass. Yeah. Does it change your... I- it's making me... Okay, it did two things to me right now. One, it made me mad that I haven't gone and got it sooner. Yeah. And two, it's making me mad because now I have to really think about it. Like, do I want to do that? Because now I have to really think, like, am I really going to make it down those number of times enough mm. to make it worth it? So now I'm definitely... If it was before the price increase, then sure. But now that... I mean, this adds, like... Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm getting mine next month, and I was going to get the pre- or the signature premium plus. The, the, the most expensive one. Uh, I'm not getting that now. Oh, it's only $100 more. <sighs> but that's broken up over 12 payments. It's like $81 a month now. That's a lot. Well, oh. For the most expensive one. It's a, but I wonder if you can re- if you renew it, don't you get the old price? If you If I would have done it right then and there, but no. Oh, okay. So I'm going to do the other one and pay an extra 70 bucks and add the max pass to it for the year. Oh, okay. So yours is going to be oh, more. that's right. No, because you have to pay the 70 up front. Okay. So I'm going to... F- thank you. Can you add? Thank you. Um, so I'll pay the 70 when I set my pass up, uh-huh. and then that'll be a done deal. And that's going to be actually $95.75 a month for eleven forty-nine. That's the second most expensive one, right? No, that's the most expensive. I'm not getting that one. Oh, you're gonna because get that one comes with the max pass already. So I'm gonna get the one right below oh. it, and then add. What was the upcharge for it's a max? Seventy dollars, but you have to pay that up front. Okay. So okay. I'll give them seventy bucks plus my like hundred and forty-seven dollars yeah. down. Yeah. Then they'll charge me the next day for the first month, and so whatever the first month or whatever the monthly is for the right that one is like seventy-one. Okay, so. So when you go down next month, mm-hmm. you're you're gonna pay what? I well, it'll be a hundred. Well, I will. I'll get it before. So when I after I get the pass, it's 147 down. Then how much is it for a month for oh. the second to? Um, well, it's it's a thousand dollars a month a year. Wait, so how much does it break down to? Does it say on there? Eighty what? Mm-mm, no, no, no. It's Less seventy something. Yeah, 70 it's 80, something. It, no, it's eighty three twenty five for the most expensive one. Oh, the most expensive is 95. 
No, I just had these. No, I'm looking right now. The most expensive one is $1,149 a year. I literally just looked at these, and those were not the numbers. Did they go up again? Uh, I hope not. <laughs> I just looked because I was discussing it with Brad about it because I was like, this is how much they are, and this is ridiculous, but maybe I'm looking at them wrong. Annual passes. So, okay, the one that I want uh-huh. is the Disney Signature Passport. Okay. So that's the one right below. Yes. It's $71 a month. Oh, that's probably what it's going to break down for you after you do your... After you do $147 the first day. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, so, yes. yeah. Okay. So, yeah, you'll do your $147 the first day, then it's $71 a month, but and so that'll be paid before I get to the park. But when okay. I get to the park, I'm going to give them $70 extra, say, here, take my money. I want the max pass right. added to my pass. Right. Okay. And that has to be paid up front. So, yeah, because that one's, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. And it's seven, yeah, because what when I was already looking at it, it was only going to be like fifty-eight. What was it? Well, the thing is though, if you show up there and you buy like a two-day passport, um, whatever that is, two, right. let's say that's two, um, two, two forty-eight or something. Yeah. You want the two-day, two-day both uh, parks? Uh, yeah, yeah. two-day park offers how much now? A uh, two-day. Oops. Hang on, I'm loading. I My guess is what two, two sixty-ish, two forty. Uh, both parks is two sixty. Okay, two sixty. One park, yeah. two ten. So yeah. you're paying an extra 50 bucks for an extra park. You know, and I've said this before, there was a day when that was the same price. Mm-hmm. There was no park hopper uh, upcharge, and that's, to me, nonsense. Yeah. That, that, that's just like... Yeah, no. Seriously? Yeah. It shouldn't... Yeah. No. I mean, DCA is not anywhere near the value. That's my opinion. Well, I agree. even... Well, we've had the discussion we're not going to go down... We'll, let's not go down that road because we'll be here forever, but yeah. <laughs> Hopefully now with... Uh, with Pixar coming in and then whatever they're going to do it's going to start increasing the value of it but yeah right at, as it stands right now mm-hmm. yeah no no like they uh, okay I'm going to keep I'm going to keep on yammering on but I'm going to stop right now mm-hmm. yeah it's going to be it, yeah and and we've had many discussion and many people have different theories and you know yeah. I, I you know we, we'll see you know crowd control yada yada why they're doing it try to keep certain undesirables out and I get all that and, mm-hmm. and but you know I don't know so much you can turn before people sure. go yeah so just do, doing the quick math and you should leave it to the LTP to do all your budgeting here um, yes right. always <laughs> all your financial needs so if Udi drops 260 on a two day passport um, and he goes you know what I think I'm going to go back like many times this year uh, the normal price is 729 you take that away um from his, you, you can deduct his passport price, mm-hmm. right? And you'd be paying thirty nine dollars and eight cents. Then I do see. Then that makes it more manageable. Yes, much more palatable for you. Yep. I I would probably do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Our crack reporters have been going deep. Yeah. Oh, you know, Pixar Pier has an opening date now. It do does. You, June twenty yep. third. Yep. <laughs> All right, that was the second news item. Hashtag server memory. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, and that's good. I was thinking it was April or May or something like that. I all right, that's 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 good. Yeah. Sorry, oh. Mark, I didn't mean to take your thunder. No thunder, you can take it. Okay. Consider it taken. Consider it taken. Um, the next news item is Walt Disney World executive to lead the Disneyland Resort. Uh, Disney mm-hmm. officials announced that Josh DiAmaro, an executive at Walt Disney World in Florida, will take over as president of the Disneyland Resort, overseeing ne- nearly 30,000 employees, two theme parks, three hotels, and downtown Disney retail and entertainment district. Um, he's 46 years old, 
and um, he will be there during the expansion of Galaxy's Edge, a new as yet unnamed and unthemed 700-room hotel. Um, And he's going to oversee a 6,500-space second parking structure. I wonder where that's going. Yeah. Um, I have a question. Yeah. Is he single? I have no idea what this guy is. Oh, okay. Uh, Why, is he good-looking? That was going to be my next question. Oh, I don't know what he looks like. Oh, okay, well... Um, what is that I'm hearing? But what I do know that he okay. most recently has been a senior vice president at, the, at Walt Disney World Resort overseeing marketing, sales, and business, business development. Somebody digging for cold. Right? Well, everything I've heard about this guy, he's, he's really, really good. He's really approachable and will listen to people. Um, so we'll see. You know, it I, might I don't, be a good change. Yeah. Um, and that's not necessarily a, a bad thing. Um, no, no. Um, I, so I guess I'm looking forward to that because everything I've I've heard is he's he's really 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 good. All right, next thing. Um, this story came from Patrick, one of our listeners. You all know Patrick, um, but it was from the OC Register. Uh, Space Mountain fan gets the roller coaster's 87 year old designer to ride it one such last a, time. Such mm-hmm. a good story. Yeah. Bill Watkins, the guy who designed the ride at Space Mountain at Disneyland, and was the first to take that ride is 87. Well. I'm thinking there was more than one person that designed it, but he's probably one of many. Mm-hmm. That helps. Maybe one of the head guys. Yeah. His routine these days consists of going to the grocery store, riding his bike around his Long Beach neighborhood, and keeping detailed notes of his thoughts and activities. Um, anyways, uh, he kind of befriended a 29-year-old who lived at a, his apartment complex, and they have a, a shared love of roller coasters. And anyways, he thought it'd be a good idea to take them. Um I'm going to skip through the story because there's some funny things here. Uh, not really funny, but interesting. Uh, Watkins walked through Disneyland with a cane and needed a wheelchair to, to get up the ramp to take the ride he created 40-plus years ago. The details of Space Mountain remained about the same as what he engineered. A 200-foot circle and indoor space of 1.8 million cubic feet, girders that rise 68 feet, and track that extends 2,267 feet. To honor Watkins, the Space Mountain staff turned on the lights inside the usually dark ride. The lights made it possible for Watkins to examine his old handiwork. <laughs> he noticed details like the width of the tubing on the, on the track and how quickly the cars launch. Watkins and his friends sat in the first car and zoomed through the ride. He said he, he, he remembers working on the math for the highest banks and the fastest curves. When the ride finished, Watkins didn't smile. Someone asked him how he felt. Fine, the aging <laughs> in, engineer said. And then Watkins did what all would want to do when faced with our last ride. He asked a simple question. Can we go again? (laughs) Yeah. Um, The staff hopped back into position, but this time they turned off the lights. Watkins said he wanted to ride Space Mountain the same way millions of others have ridden it in the past 41 years. This time the ride seemed faster. It's better in the dark, he said. (laughs) Okay. I love it. Yeah, I think that's a great, a great story. Super cute. Yeah. Um, The last story is is one that isn't that that big but it's going to use make you guys think about something we rediscover Disneyland all over again during refurbishment season mm-hmm. think of refurbishment season as new training for Disneyland visitors what different sites pathways and attractions can you discover in the park when others are hiding behind construction walls crickets crickets no um yeah what <laughs> no, so, no. So, the refurbishment season is basically challenging you to like, okay, things are shut down, things experience are closed off. Things. What else can you experience? Do you do you think? Well, it depends on what's closed. 
Okay. Because that's a that's a tough question. Sure. Yeah. Well, it, it is because we all migrate to our favorites, but I don't know. I, I think I don't know for okay. So for people like us sitting at this table and a lot of people who listen to the show, there is a lot of things that um, I think we've we go through, we've been through. I, I, it's very rare where we haven't experienced something in that park. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I don't know how to answer that question. To be honest with you, I'm thinking to myself. I've been through everything. That I mean, there's not. I mean, I can't think of anything I haven't been through at least once where I'd be like, oh, let me go re- rediscover that again. Okay. I, you know, I'm. So mm. part of me is like, I get it, and I see what they're trying to say, but that's, to me, I'm thinking, if you're a seasoned park goer, mm-hmm. you're not going to have, you're, you're not really going to have, maybe maybe you'll rediscover it, maybe you haven't been there for a while, but nothing to find brand new in my mind. Well, what about, what about this? How about you buy a snack in New Orleans Square or Frontierland, and you take it over to Tom's, Tom's Rose Island, and you sit on one of the benches and just look at everything and, and have mm-hmm. a snack out there? Or, yeah, I mean, I mean, there is things like that, but I, I maybe, maybe I'm just over, maybe I oversimplified the question, but yeah. I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of things that you could do that yeah. you just normally just wouldn't do because yeah. of other. Th- I mean, I, I definitely know what you're saying, but it's just I don't know. I guess this is another way of thinking about. Uh, I don't know. So all I'm hearing is let's try to mentally think it's okay for everything to be shut down. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm, I'm not kidding, saying I'm that. Kidding, I'm kidding. Okay. Yeah, maybe people maybe people can call in and uh, or um, phone a friend, phone a friend, and tell us what you would do. Uh, something that you guys would discover if the park were, you know, let's say thirty percent closed. Oh man, if it was thirty percent closed, I wouldn't be going. Well, if you have an annual pass, you might. Well, right. well, I get, and I guess I'll go with what Jeff said. It depends on what's closed. Yep. Okay. That's the fact. Okay. Well, that was the news. All right. Yeah, so now let's go on to our, our oh, actually, not our feature presentation yet. It's our, Where are you our going, Mark? favorite what are you doing? segment. Uh, it's One on One with Jess. To all who come to this happy place, welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to One on One with Jess, where we see the magic of Disney through the eyes of a passionate guardian of Walt's legacy. All right, everyone. Well, Wee. I know Udi is super pumped. I'm, I'm really trying super pumped. to. Um, it's okay. It's yeah, great. I'm really so, <laughs> welcome back, everyone. And uh, thanks again for everyone that sent in uh, all their recordings last episode. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Amazing. Thank you. Thank so, you so much for that, guys. This, and girls. Yes, both. So, this week, we're going to start up, of course, with 101. I'm sorry, with uh, this day in Disney history. And we're going to go back to what is February 12th. Of 1988, it's the year I was born. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Siegfried and Roy appeared on the TV special Disney's Magic in the Magic Kingdom. Oh. The illusionists make Sleeping Beauty's castle disappear. Might have to look that up. Wow, I, rem- I remember that. Do you? I, it, as soon as you're like, oh yeah, they made it disappear. I, I do. I vaguely remember that. Uh-huh. Yeah, so yeah. I'm gonna have to try that one out. You okay? Yeah. All right. So um, I do. I turned off my computer. That's why I was turning it back on. Sorry about the sound. Because um, we did have another um, another listener send in their five things that they wanted to avoid. Oh, cool. So I wanted to play that really yeah, quick. Yeah, for sure. Um, so let's get that going. And here we go. 
Hey guys, it's Patrick uh, taking a break from the House of Bows. Um, <laughs> I had to think when Jess posed this question to me of the top of the top five places I avoid when I'm at the park. I didn't think I was going to have five. Uh, I really had to take, uh, dig deep about it. Um, <laughs> as much as I love Main Street, that would have to be my number one. Okay. I just can't stand how, with everyone that's funneled through there, while you're walking, you'll have people, strollers, electric wheelchairs randomly stop <laughs> out of nowhere to either take a picture, look around, or try to figure out what they're going to do. Um, and then throw in the omnibus, the fire trucks, and the horse and carriage. It's all bad juju from there. Um, for me, I would actually avoid it by actually walking through the stores that line Main yep. Street just to get past that area and get to where I need to go everywhere else in the park. Um, my second place I would avoid, for mainly for the same reasons, would be Buena Vista Street in DCA. Okay. Mm. Um, it's just way too many people yeah. trying to figure out what they're going to do, stopping and running into people who are not paying attention to what they're doing. I'm just glad that they got rid of and banned uh, selfie sticks a, f a couple years ago because I can't count how many times I've either been hit or nearly hit with those selfie sticks just coming out of nowhere, mm -hmm. people trying to take pictures. Um, the third place I would say I would avoid would be the bridge over at Pirates of Caribbean. Oh. Uh, you got to deal with the the queue there for pirates when it gets up um, on a busy day. They start lining them up all along the bridge. Mm -hmm. Once you get past that busy area, um, you end up having to deal with uh, the queue for Indiana Jones. So mm -hmm. there, that's just a big cluster there of people waiting to go on two different rides. I would say number four would be the entrance to, Tomorrow to Tomorrowland. Um, that's just an area where circular flow doesn't exist well, there doesn't with how many flow, cast members yeah. there try to wrangle people around, try to tell them which way to go, how to get through there, because it's just a narrow area, especially with the uh, the old people mover track there in the middle with the pillars. Mm -hmm. uh, people use that, and that's where they park the strollers. I try to avoid there. I'll, I'll go around the monorail, uh, not the monorail, the Matterhorn, just mm -hmm. to get to where I need to go to into to, uh, Tomorrowland. Mm -hmm. And I would say... Um, my last one would probably be Toontown. Um, yeah. I have no interest in going there. Uh, they haven't made any changes unless they improve some stuff or put a new ride and swap out uh, Roger Rabbit's, which is probably the longest surviving yeah. ride over there other than the roller coaster. I have no point being um, going to that area. So yeah. that would be my top five places that I would avoid whenever I'm at the park. I look forward to hearing from hearing back from you guys or seeing you guys when you guys are back down here in town. Love you guys. Talk to you later. <laughs> awesome. Thank you, Patrick. Thank you, Patrick. How awesome is that? Yeah. I love Patrick. Yeah. yeah. Very, very, very cool guy. Definitely looking forward to seeing him next trip when yeah. we uh, he will wear a T-shirt with my face on it. Oh, he's going to do that? He bought it. He has it. He <laughs> will not wear it until we're all there, though. Yeah, oh, no, okay. he said we all have to be there before he went. And he's going to rock the shirt with my face on it. Mm -hmm. It's going to be epic. What, what, color, what color did he get? I think he got 
blue. Blue. I think it was a blue. With red. And like I'm red, I uh, believe. It's going to be hilarious. I don't know. I can't wait. It's going to yeah. be great. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, it's not fun. Yes. Very cool. Yeah. Okay, so the next thing, and I'm pretty sure that I have shown these things before, but as I was going through storage, I like saw them. I was like, oh, just podcast. It'll be great. Perfect timing. But I'm pretty sure that I've shown these. So while okay. I'm pulling them up, Udi, you want to grab yourself a soda? You're going to need it. Take a pick of whatever kind you'd like okay. in my fridge. Mark doesn't drink soda. He has this. He'll be all right. Okay. Just, yeah, go ahead. You're good. You're good. So I have to lean down, so hold on. So, like I said, I'm pretty sure I've shown these to you guys, but when we went on to the uh, premiere of World's End at the park, they gave us like a swag bag. So I found this, and they gave us Pirate's Booty. So this is probably the oldest popcorn I own. It's probably really not good to eat at this point, but it's like an authentic Pirates of the Caribbean. Pirates That's very, very cool. Isn't that cool? Um, yes. Stranger Tides. Yeah. Is, oh, yeah. It was on, this was on Stranger Tides, not right. at Woodson. Or World's End. Cool, right? All right. Yeah. So then um, when we were there, yeah, on Stranger Tides, uh, Disneyland USA World <coughs> premiere, May 7th, 2011. Yeah. Um, this wasn't given to us from Disneyland, but there was a guy that had these made and was handing them out to people at the park. Holy crap. I want, I really want this. Is that, is that plastic or is it metal? What is it? I don't. No, it's plastic. It's like a. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Isn't that cool? So uh, it's a lanyard for you guys that can't, that of course can't see it at home. We're going to take a picture of this. With the medallion. Right. So with the medallion from the first movie. Right. So it's going to be from Pirates. So that's that one. And then this was our press badge. Um, Oh, there's pictures there. Oh. Um, So this was our press badge from Stranger Tides that we had to wear when we went to the park. I haven't seen this You've seen that one. I'm not sure if Mark has. I don't think Mark has, but Um, I have. So, and like I said, we'll put pictures of all this on there for you guys to see uh, because it's totally awesome. Yeah, Um, it has a little itinerary on on there. Yeah, Yeah. there's an itinerary. On the back of that, Udi, is a map, and that's going to show where we had, like, where we could go for this and that and... Very yeah. cool. Did that include dinner or anything mm-hmm. or snacks? Yeah, it had dinner. It included included dinner. World premiere at Disneyland, May 7th, guest. Isn't that cool? Yeah, I, I like this a lot. Yeah, nice. that's right at Mark's alley. He's mm-hmm. like, wait a second, hey. Yeah, and you see the hole punch. So as soon as we walked into the park, like on the green, the first one with Johnny's yeah. face on it, they hole punched you to oh, yeah. validate that you were inside yeah. the park. You're in. Isn't that cool? Yeah. So yeah, that's our whole itinerary there. You get the you you had the French market. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's a buffet. Mm-hmm. Isn't that cool? So yeah, I loved it. So you got a chance to go. So it says, in addition, the following attractions will be open exclusively for for uh, premier guests. Mm-hmm. So there's like six uh, attractions on here: mm-hmm. Big Thunder, Haunted Mansion, Winnie the Pooh, Indiana Jones, Project of the Caribbean. Everything that's Everything over in there. that corner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So from six to eight, the park was closed. Or that that section of the park was really yeah. So because we watched it on Tom Sawyer's Island. Yeah. So that's, that's like where the whole west side. Yeah, that was the whole west yep. side of the park was closed. Oh. Well, for what was that? Like It was like $1,200 a ticket to well, do this. It, it was? Oh, yeah, it was oh, expensive. Yeah. It all went to the Boys and Girls Club. Oh. So it was all charity. Um, but yeah, those attractions were all open, and they were open to us and the, all the celebrities that were there. So you never knew who you were going to like jump on a ride with. Orlando Bloom. Oh, yeah, me. Yeah. Um, yeah, didn't okay. didn't you like? I, I rubbed I rubbed rub, shoulders with him. Yeah. He smelled good or something like that, right? No, I didn't even bother. I was so damn tired. I didn't care what he smelled that, like. Okay. Nope. Now she's trying to be smart. No, I really didn't. I looked up at him and I was like, Mleh. and like it because twelve hundred bucks. Udi, would you, would, you, would you spend twelve hundred bucks for Galaxy's Edge? No. Okay. If I had somebody. Paid what for if it, everybody yeah. was there? 
all the actors, like it was the same concept, like, and they showed it inside Galaxy's Edge. Galaxy's Edge is in, you go into Galaxy's I, Edge, I, and I, the next movie... I, I see where you're going. Would you do it? Oh, man. You know you would. If I, if I had the money to burn... Well, you'd have enough time to say But it, it comes with a buffet. Yes. And oh, well, know. okay then. Done. <laughs> we know how Udi's food blog goes. I know, right? Uh, this was our popcorn bucket that they gave us um, to go in it. Yeah, and that is your standard bucket that says Disney's Pirates of the Caribbean and the Stranger mm-hmm. Tide. And then it's got... And then it has Johnny shooting yeah. his guns. I never oh. put popcorn in it, but I was like, isn't that cool? Yeah, yeah, yeah. cool. So. Not nice. a bunch of those floating around. No. Mm-mm, no, you won't, because it was only for that. Yeah. And then this was the last thing, and this is super badass, so I'll let you open that. Oh, Hello. what's this? I have not seen these. These are the 3D glasses. Those are the three glasses that we had to wear. <laughs> How cool oh. are these? And they have the logo on the side. Mm-hmm. They're basically 3D glasses, but they're freaking thick and heavy. They're they're nice. Oh, and they give you a nose piece and everything. Uh-huh. Wow. Nice. And a nice little custom bag. Oh, the movie wasn't 3D. I'm sorry, but yes, that's what they, they gave it to us. But if the movie was not in 3D? No, not at the park. Yeah, because you could, I mean, everyone, but you could definitely go to the theater. Now yeah. you can use those for any 3D for anything. movie. Isn't that cool? They're, Very cool. Oh, hold on. Yeah. Mark's got to try them on. Mark's have to. Them on. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Not neat. Oh, don't, Here, don't lose the instructions. Yeah, no. I like them. So, isn't that cool? Yeah. Very cool. I love it. So. We, we should, we'll, we'll take a picture of these and, and put them online. So yeah, everything will be. We'll put it all up there for you guys to see because this was like a cool part of my... Not my Disneyland. I mean, I went. That was after I worked at the park that we went. But hmm. so it was cool to go back and kind of relive all that. Pretty cool, huh? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. All right. So now moving on. Oh, there's more. Uh, there is more. I'm gonna pull it up, but I didn't mean to pull this up. But Udi, look at that was like when you first met Jessica. Uh, yeah. Look at that. Wearing a hockey jersey or hockey thing. Yep. Jack. Okay. So, anyways. All right, so we are going to play a game. This is a game I've never played, so I just... I, and so, Mark, I'm going to need you to keep score. Okay. Just for you and Udi, but you're only just going to keep tallies of the questions you get wrong. Okay. Okay? So there are 32. <laughs> okay. But it's they're, it's quick. Like, okay. it's, you know, so it's going to be quick. Holy Now, jumping. it's called Guess the Disney Movie Song. Oh, I'm not going to know these. So I'm going <laughs> to... Read the name of the song, okay. the title, and you have to tell me what movie it's from. Okay. Okay. For every four you get wrong, you have to eat a bean. Oh, crud. No, That's why uh... I said you needed a soda. <sighs> That's why I made sure you had drinks. Now, you don't get to pick. I'm just going to pour one in your hand, so good luck. This is like a, a, a super deluxe episode. <laughs> Isn't it great? Yes. Okay. Hey, I made it for every four you get. Do you want every five? We'll make it every five you get wrong. Okay. Okay. Do your thing. All right. Because you're going to get some of these. Number one, A Whole New World. Do I, we we both guess? Yeah, you both. Pocahontas. Aladdin. (laughs) It's Aladdin. That's correct. Udi (laughs) got it wrong. Can I even, I can't even joke around. (laughs) Oh, you were joking? Yeah. Oh, you were not joking around, Udi. (laughs) No, because... Never mind. Okay, mark he's... it down. I was joking about it. Mark it down. Okay. Fine. No, okay, you got it. Of You're fine. Then. The la- One won't... No, because well, you understand why I said Pocahontas, right? Because it's the best musical score. Not only that, but do you see how it would fit? Oh yeah, a whole new okay. world. Got it. <laughs> okay, we're tied again. Okay, number two. Oh. Ever, ever after. I, I better, you, you better start pouring those out for me because I don't know any of these. You'll do. Well, you got the one. Ever, ever after. Yes. 
I'll even tell you who sings it. Carrie Underwood. That means nothing to oh, me. Oh, okay, fine. Is it Tangled? No. That's uh, Mandy Moore. Oh. I, I was thinking like Brave for some reason, but I doubt it. Oh, Brave. Ever, Ever After? Yes, that's the correct name. I forgot song. about Brave. But probably not Brave. Um, is it Song of the South? No. Mm-mm. I'm joking. I'm going to take way too long. I might, might, oh, yeah. I might skip a few. Okay. I'm going to say, I have no idea. So I have, I have to say something. <sighs> you can. Ever, ever, ever after, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll tell you. It's a live action. Oh, okay. That changes because I was thinking animation. Okay. Um, live action. Would uh, 13 know this? No. She wouldn't know this? I one? don't think so. Okay. Live action. Oh, is it? Is it from Beauty and the Beast? Is it that new song from Beauty and the Beast? No, Ooh. that's... Um, no, that one is... Um, that's Ever, Ever, After. Mm-mm. That's, that's after, um, after, Ever. Evermore. Yeah, Evermore. Oh, that, I knew there was an Ever in there. Dude, Evermore. Great my, song. My favorite song. Is it from The Last Jedi? Yeah, no, it, I know. Right? No, it's Got not. it. You guys got it. <laughs> no, it's is right. it from Black Panther? Five seconds. <laughs> it's from Black Panther. Um, ever, ever after live action, um, one of the pirates movies. Okay. Oh, okay, sure. I, I. Um, it's a great movie. Oh God, it's such a good movie. Oh, um, Mary Poppins. This Mary? No, Karen Underwood. She said. Oh, I know. <laughs> Why are you saying Karen Underwood? Right? Yeah. yeah. No, I know. Um, no, I'm done. This is I, ridiculous. I, yeah. I, I don't know. Enchanted. Enchanted. Oh, okay, my. so we both with missed. Amy Adams. I know what. Oh God. I. Okay, we I both missed that, that movie. I love that movie. I know. You know. I mean. You know how long you pestered me to watch, watch that, that movie? movie? Over and over. She was like a tick. She dug in. You gotta watch it. I'm like, oh, great. Okay. Are you ready? Watching yes. Okay. Hakuna Matata. I told you. That's why I said five. I was gonna make it hard. Lion King. The Lion King. Okay. Number four. When you wish upon a star. Oh. Um. Holy crap! I, That's I hear, not it. Uh, I hear Pinocchio. Song. Yeah. <laughs> what, you didn't like, get it? No, no, I heard it. I heard it in my head. And I was like, wait a second. Under the sea. Uh, Little Mermaid. Little Mermaid. Yep. Once upon a dream. Uh oh, this is tricky now. Oh, um, Sleeping Beauty. Beauty. Sure, why not? I mean, at this point, I'll just match up with Mark on that one. Yes. Yep. Portobello Road. No, not that one. Oh, come on, come on, come on. This took me back. That one. Uh, um, I'm going to miss this one because I don't know. Is it animated? It must be. Pretty sure it's animated, isn't it? It's not? It's both. Ooh. Oh. Is that... Is Mary Poppins? That, it could be Mary Poppins. It would be either be Mary... It's not going to be a song of the South, so it'd have to be Mary Poppins. Yeah, Mary Poppins. No. Oh. Bed knobs and Broomsticks. Oh, jeez. I love that movie growing up. Okay. We Remember both have... that one? Yep, I do. Colors of the Wind. Oh. Oh, do you have repeats on this? No, they're all different. That's Pocahontas. They're all different. Is it Pocahontas? Almost positive. Uh, I don't know those boys. Mm-hmm. It goes like that. It's beautiful, Udi. Yeah, it's not like that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. You, you see Pocahontas? I, I'm, I'm almost positive it's Pocahontas. Uh, I, could be, say, I could be way off. I'm going to say Mulan. It's Pocahontas. Damn it. Okay. <laughs> I'm down. You'll be in my heart. You'll be in my heart. Um, 
Uh, you, you are <laughs> animated too, right? Animated. It is. It is animated. Yes. Uh, I, uh, is this a, a popular movie? I don't. Think, I've never heard this. I've never heard this. It is a pretty popular. Is it an older movie? movie? Not like super old. No. <sighs> okay. Both of your kids were born before it came out. Oh, okay. Um, Spit it out, Eddie. I've got no idea. I have no idea either. Wally. (laughs) (laughs) Dark, dock yourself. Each a point. Tarzan. Okay. Oh, I remember now. Phil Collins. Oh man, Uh I remember when he was okay. Yeah, when okay, I remember when she's doing it too. Reflection. 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 Christina Aguilar sings it. I'll even give you that. Well, she sings it like she did a cover of it. Hmm. Uh, you better break out the jelly beans because I have no idea what this is. You want a hint? Yes. You've already said the movie. Oh, um, it's either going to be Brave or Tangled because we said one of those two. Yeah. <laughs> Reflection? Reflection. Just get this ready. Yeah. I'm going to go with Brave. Brave. Mulan. Oh, oh, okay. Well, I'm at five. What am I at? Five? You're at four. Okay. Mark, you're going to get real lucky because you liked the blue one either way. So what is it? It's either going to be toothpaste or berry blue. Did you happen to pick this one out at random? Yeah, yeah. I just dumped two okay. in my hand. Yep. So you're going to either get toothpaste or berry blue, and you liked those. Toothpaste. It's toothpaste. It's mint. <laughs> <laughs> All, All right. right. Um, a dream is a wish your heart makes. Mm. Mm. Um, I, I know this song, but what is it from? It's not from Pinocchio because we're not going twice, right? I think every I think every movie or song is from Pinocchio. <laughs> um, I said Sleeping Beauty. Oh, uh, man, I don't know. I'm just gonna put an X by my name. <laughs> uh, I, I'm sorry. I, I'm so bad at the animated stuff. Um, That's why I love getting you guys. The wish your heart makes. Uh, people are listening, going, "It's this, is this?" Uh-huh. Um, I, I you. I've got no idea. You have no idea? It's not from Last Jedi. We know it's, that. No, I know. It's not. Is it from Rogue One? It's from, I think it's from the original trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, dude, are you giving up? You gotta say something. Uh, uh, is, is it, I know it's a, gotta be the same princess okay. movie. Uh, um, oh, a what? Some princess movie, right? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. But um, what is it? I mean, it's not from Snow White. You're not gonna pick any, you're not gonna pick anything, the F word on any of these, are you? No. Okay. It's not gonna be, um, I don't know. I, I'm gonna say. Uh, uh, Pocahontas. Tangled. You're both wrong. Uh, okay. It's my favorite movie, Cinderella. Oh, so I, I'm at one. Udi's at five. Okay, Udi. What color did he get? He got green. <laughs> so that's either gonna be lime or lawn clippings. Lime. Oh, you guys okay. What? All right. Uh, someday my prince will come. I'm gonna go with Snow White. I doubt. You're right. Oh, nice. Uh, <laughs> piggybacking. A spoonful of sugar. That's Mary Poppins. That's Mary Poppins. Good job. The Bare Necessities. The Jungle, Jungle Book. Book. I won't say I'm in love. <laughs> uh, hmm. Hmm. Is that John Carter? <laughs> <laughs> No, it's not John Carter, oh, is it? Oh, man, going obscure. Yeah. Um, 
I won't say I'm in love. It's called I won't say, and then yeah, in parentheses, I'm in love. Um, no repeats, huh? No repeats. I did not repeat you. <laughs> the Incredibles. I have Incredibles. No, assuming we mean Pixar movies too are in this list, right? Is it all Disney stuff? They're all Disney. Oh, what a minute. Try that, again. Okay. Uh, okay. Well, that that makes it easier, kind of. Um, I want. Ten seconds. Uh, yeah, just I don't know. I have no idea. Lady and the Tramp. Okay, Lady and the Tramp. Oh, that's a good question. Oh, it's not. But hey, I wanted to throw one out there. Mm-hmm. Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> this is something I've. This song I've literally covered multiple times, like within like what's my line or this and that. Hercules. Hercules. Oh, that, I we could have been here till the prices went up again at the right. park. I would never <laughs> know what that was. All right. You can fly, you can fly, you can fly. You can fly, you can fly, you can fly. It's going to go with our friend Pan. Uh-huh. Good job. All right. You've got a friend in me. You've got a friend um Wait, what? I said there's no repeats. No, 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 but you also said no Pixar, right? Oh, that is Pixar. It's Toy Story. That's it, I'm it, like. it's, it yeah, is Toy Story. Yeah, it is You're Toy right. Story. So there's Pixar. Okay. That's why you threw me off. I'm like, wait. You, there's, you I'm sorry. I gave you. I did give okay. you a couple Pixars. Good job. Um, God help the outcasts. Uh, wait. Okay, I don't remember what. It, oh, God help the outcasts. God. Oh, I wasn't. You're right. 1970. Thank you. Aristocats. Then is um, my guess. It sounds like. Or, well, no, no. But oh, 101 you, Dalmatians. No, no. You said gonna, you were alive for right. No, it was 1970. No, no, you, that, I was telling you Aristocats, like how what Aristocats was, was 1970. Oh. Yeah, I know. I'm not telling you what this one, this one was. Man. No, 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 that's what I'm saying. So don't, it's not Aristocats. Oh, okay. Um, Five. Four. Wait, God help the outcasts. Three. Guess it's something. Final answers. Uh, well, no, not, not even. 101 that. Dalmatians for me. Yeah, I, I might as well. I, I was thinking that, but I doubt it. The Hunchback of Notre Dame. Oh, jeez. <clears throat> Okay, what are you guys at? You guys are looking, at three. You're looking good. I'm at three. This we... one's easy. Why should I worry? <laughs> this is such an easy one. I don't know that. I don't know that either. Are you serious? Are you serious right now? How, I, how, why should I worry? Give us a hint. Why You shouldn't worry. You should just know it. Give you a hint. Uh, Phone a friend. Billy Joel sang it. That doesn't help anybody. Um, why should I worry? I don't know. I have no idea. Really, you guys? It's an animated movie, right? Yeah. That's not, that, that doesn't help. Um, well, well, is it okay? Toy Story 2. Well, no. I mean, <laughs> no Pixar. Are you serious? No, I don't know what this is. I've never heard the song. Oliver and Company. Okay, we both missed that. No, I'm gonna call BS on that one because who has seen Oliver and Company? Okay, other it than it is you. a great movie. Have you seen I, Oliver? And I've Company? never heard. Oh, of it. I've never. I, are you serious? I'm positive. I want where the the dog. Mm-hmm. I know the movie. Okay, well, I've never I want seen every it. listener to write me and tell me if you've seen Oliver and Company. Okay. Um, All right. I'm going to Moving on. scratch that one. I missed it. On on my way. And you will not get this one. All right, so moving forward. Okay, that's uh, that's five for me, and Udi's at four. 
so I have to eat something. <laughs> Brother Bear. Oh, come on. <laughs> Brother Bear. I yeah. tap out because, I mean, you're going obscure. I'm going like, Disney movies. You need to do this with 13. I'll let you pick. Oh, my gosh. You want me to tell you what each one is? What is that one? I'm gonna, the middle one? Yeah. At this point, I'm just asking. I would say stay away from that one. Okay. Um, and stay away from that one. So just have that one. That's either going to be Stinky Socks or Tutti Fruity. This one would have been a rotten... or Oh, you know what? No, Mark. Give me... Yeah, get the one with the dots, the green one. Okay. It's going to be a booger or juicy pear. What? It's that or dog food. <sighs> you guys have been getting lucky. Oh. How many do we have left? <laughs> uh, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Spit up <in> my sink. <laughs> <laughs> How oh many do gosh. we have left? That was so bad. Not many. I don't know. But that not... was not a pleasant taste. <laughs> what, what color was it? Which one? It was a booger. I don't. I don't know what that was. It wasn't anything good. Oh uh, yeah, it was. I think it was a booger. <laughs> <laughs> my phone is frozen now. Okay, oh I will my... give you. I will give you a few more. Okay. Okay. Um, this one, I, I will give you a hint. I watched this one, over and over again, while I waited for my interview at Disneyland. Well, who's going to know this now? Okay. The song is Let's Get Together. Let's. Parent Trap. Okay, sure. Parent, parent Trap. Yes. Good job. Okay. I right. piggybacked that one. That was good, though. All right. I'll give you another easy one. If I didn't have you. And it is a Pixar film. Um, Toy Story 2. Stop piggybacking, Eddie. It's, see that I was going to say Wally, but Toy Story 2 sounds right, though. To Monsters, me. Inc. Oh, Udi's at five. I'm over this game so bad. Give him that dark red one. What is that one? See, they're going to be toothpaste or berry blue. Well, that's an easy one to give him. It's, a, it's not unpleasant, I, is I it? I want to bite into it. Oh, you have to bite into it. It's either going to be a mint. Mint. Okay. Toothpaste. All right. Toothpaste. Okay. Okay. All right. You both had. Okay. Next one. Thank you for No. Corella Deville. One hundred one domination. Yep. Okay. I hated this song. Candle on the water. Um. I don't know. This is. I, you. Uh. Older. I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to just take a pass on that one. Um, Never heard it. I think once I say it, it might, you might, it might click. Is there an attraction that there's not on bait based on this? Definitely thing? not. It isn't a, it, it isn't a parade though. A classic parade. It is? Mm-hmm. Not the song, but the movie. Um, a classic parade. Mm-hmm. Main Street Electrical Parade. It's in there? Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay. Peach Dragon. Yes. Okay. Good job. Oh, my God. You know Udi gets an X for that. I hated that movie. Or I hated that song. I've only seen it once. It was a good movie. Um, the remake wasn't bad either. I cried like a child. It was actually pretty good. It was really good. Um, okay. Uh, Zippity-doo-dah. Zippity-doo-dah. That's... Um... Oh, for the love of Pete. 
what? Song of the South. Thank you. I can uh, like. Oh, I, can. <laughs> I was waiting for someone to say Splash Mountain. No, no, no. <laughs> All right, next one. Baby of mine. Uh, You're both done. After l- the next one. Um, baby of mine. So you don't have to eat anymore. I don't know, Lady and Tramp. Hmm. Older. They're doing a remake on it. They are? Mm-hmm. Uh, or live action one, right? The Force Awakens, maybe? You're very, very close. <laughs> that was a remake, wasn't it? Okay. <laughs> well, you might get it on there. Um, I'm mad because it's right there. Yeah, I know you know it. Okay, well, I don't know Mark it. Mark doesn't know it. He's giving himself an X. Yeah. <laughs> tapping out. Udi, tapping out? Yeah, I can I'm going to get mad as soon as you say it. Give him an X. Okay. Starts with a D. D? Starts with a D. Um. Dumbo. Oh, Dumbo. They are remaking that one. Yeah, Tim Burton. Oh, yeah. It's going to be great. going to be great. Okay, last one. Um, it's going to be awesome. Doesn't matter because you guys will not have to eat one. Yeah. No, we're both at two. You're both at two. Um, breaking free. Um, Live action. Guarantee. Both of you have probably never seen this one, but they did have a miniature parade on it in DCA. Um, I have no idea. No idea. High School Musical. No, oh, jeez. Hey, at least you didn't have to take another one. All right. I would have been mad, yeah. Good job. So okay. now, I will not bring out the beans for another six months. You okay. have my word. Now, I will warn you, though, I did find my Disney Trivial Pursuit game while cleaning out storage. Okay. And that's going to that's gonna happen. Is it Disneyland or Disney? Disney. Okay. I wish they had a Disneyland Trivial yeah, Pursuit, but I don't do. think they do. Okay. Um, but yes. Okay. So, fair warning. But you guys, I mean, Mark, what did that taste like? It tasted... Something vile. I because you it was right. You got you took the tutti frutti with the one that looked like that, right? Um, yes. I, yeah. thought, I thought you said it was gonna be tutti frutti or booger or stinky socks. Oh. No, 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 oh, no, 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 no. You. Oh, went, I thought you were pointing to that. Sorry, one. you went. You were gonna have juicy pear or a booger. It must have been booger because so. it was not juicy pear. <laughs> Unless the pear was rotten. Oh, okay. Well, there you well, go. There you go. Okay. Well, great job, you guys. You did All great. Right. You did great. Thank you. And for you, those you of so you much. at home, I hope you got more right than they did. Yeah. Yeah. Please tell me you did. Otherwise, we'll send you two jelly beans to eat. Yeah, That's you right. get two. Yeah. Um, okay. So thank you for that. Now let's go to our feature presentation. Ooh. And now for our feature presentation. Hey, LTB listeners, we want to welcome to the show a special guest. He's an artist who specializes in themed um, immersive environments, sits as the chair for the Northern California Western Committee for the Themed Entertainment Association, has worked with the WDI, KHSND, Goodwood Group Entertainment, and Daniels Woodland. This is Mr. Shane Grammer. So, Shane, welcome to the show. Yeah, hey guys. Yeah, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Yeah. yeah, any 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 time. So we're very happy that you're on the on on with us because uh, we are a uh, Disney themed uh, podcast. We talk about everything that happens in the in the world of Disney. We kind of specialize in the Disneyland resorts and theming and attractions and everything that goes around with that. And so I think you kind of fit right into this. Mm-hmm. Um, so. 
if you could give our listeners a little bit of a background about uh, who you are and how did you get into art? Well, sure. Yeah. But let me start out first by, uh, you know, I, I really kind of started to understand Disney more and more the older I've gotten and uh, the more research that I've done. And I, I really wish I kind of could kick myself in the butt that I wasn't alive when Walt Disney was conceptualizing Disneyland. Mm-hmm. And I just, I fantasized about it all the time. I wish I could have been in the, one of the back rooms with him as he was playing with models and putting things together. Okay. So that's, that's kind of a start, but. Oh, uh, oh, because right there, I'm already intrigued oh, because yeah, for sure. um, I share that same thought with you, but now I'm curious are you saying you would have changed something? <laughs> oh my gosh, I, I would change a ton of things. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, okay, right. okay. Well, we're gonna get to that. Yeah, I love it. All right. Okay, cool. okay. So go on, please. <laughs> so yeah, how you know my background with art is I've always been a creative person. You know, I, I say I I have great parents. My parents were always about yeah, you can dream, you could do, you can accomplish anything, but they really didn't know how. And not blaming them, but uh, just to say all that to say that I've really kind of learned as I've gone. And as a kid, I was always talented with art. And I didn't really, I kind of, I always took it for granted. But I am grateful for school, school programs when it came to creative and art. Uh, There'd be a, you know, I I tell a story about in ninth grade, uh, there was a, uh, in driver's training class, you could either write a 10-page report of a street corner or you could build a model of it. No, no. Well, there's no way in heaven I'm going to do a 10-page report. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I did this model where I just went crazy. I, you know, my parents had to make me go to bed every night. I worked on it for three weeks. I made this four-by-five-foot model brought it to the class got the highest grade we ever you know the teacher ever gave in 30 years (laughs) he kept it for another 10 years till it fell apart Uh, but that was that was kind of my upbringing Uh, but what really launched me into wanting to pursue artwork as a career was graffiti by far Mm -hmm. oh okay that's interesting yeah yeah um i loved you know basketball i played basketball through high school junior high um, and skateboarded, so I kind of had that whole culture thing in me, I guess. And uh, I went to Butte College up in Chico, California. Okay. And I only lasted about a semester and a half, but uh, I was in the library one day walking down the stairs in this video. You know, they had these video players back then. Um, this is 91. And I this color caught my eye on the video screen, and I went right over there and checked it out. And it was a uh, documentary on New York graffiti art back in the early 80s called Style Wars. Hmm. And it just rocked my world. I, nice. After that, I had to do graffiti. I did it legally, but, you know, I found <laughs> places on businesses. I practiced. But that... That kind of got me into large-scale murals, and that really opened up the doors to where I am now. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've seen some of your pieces uh, that you've done, and every time I see them, I'm blown away. I'm not a huge graffiti guy, but just, yeah, they're just so well done. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah. well, definitely, you know, I always say 
I love modern art, but I, you know, I have a flair of urban, you know, mixed into it, definitely. Very much, yeah. Art. If you've seen the stuff, yeah. <laughs> I can see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they're, they're all beautiful. They're gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, so so the so let me think here. So your graffiti art um, also translated into um, like actual like three like three D modeling as well. So you, you like the graffiti stuff and the actual like model like model making, right? Yeah. So what happened was I was doing graffiti murals and and I was doing them for free in youth groups. You know, I, I I'm a Christian and I grew up a Christian. I was very involved in my church. And awesome. And I, you know, so I was doing missionary work where I'd go to Mexico and do a graffiti mural in an mm. orphanage. Oh, cool. And, you know, so I was doing a lot of stuff like that, even as a teenager and right out of high school. And so it caught the eye of a, uh, the Assemblies of God. They, they Every year they put on a huge uh, youth convention that I think has about five to 6,000 youth every year annually. Mm. And they they hired me to do a graffiti mural for one of their youth conventions. And so that was one of my first big gigs. Um, but that really opened up the doors because they brought me in the following three years. And <laughs> the second year, they said, hey, can you, can you do props? You know, can you do sculpture? And uh, I said, sure. You know, <laughs> one thing like that. My dad did teach me in construction, say yes, and you learn how to do it that night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. I think like so, I'm, I'm, the, I'm the same way at work. Even if I don't know how to do it, I always say, yeah, sure, I'll, I'll take on that project. <laughs> yes, totally. Uh, but uh, what happened was uh, the second year, they asked me to do some props. And so I started to learn how to sculpt foam. And, and, and I did a pretty pretty awesome job and because I just always kind of felt like I had this knack you know this drive to do things you know creative but the third year was the best year because they they brought me in they wanted to do these huge full full-on sculptures and I'm like yeah yeah sure I could do it it would have been a disaster <laughs> and what happened was it's one of the best stories of my life is um, the guy that always hired me to do the projects was always super busy. So he was supposed to meet with this Hollywood sculptor that was up in Placerville. And he was so busy, he said, Shane, you go, you go meet this guy because he might have some, he, can, he might be able to help us on this project. And what happened was, is this guy, this Hollywood sculptor, had cancer down in L.A., oh. lost his marriage, his house, everything, mm-hmm. moved up to Placerville. And I sat down with them for four hours, and I, I'm not kidding you guys. I literally learned four years of experience by wow. just sitting there listening to him, looking through his portfolio. Wow. I, he worked on Congo. He worked on wow. the original Batmans. Wow. Um, oh, gosh. Um, oh, uh, Jurassic Park, <laughs> you know, the fossils and the bones and stuff like that. I mean this guy i mean blowing my mind and i after that that's really what kind of pushed me that i got to pursue this the rest of my life oh yeah that's i mean amazing. talk about inspiring right you're telling me that's awesome oh, wow. yeah yeah Jeez. okay yeah so um after all that when at what point in time did um did 
all this kind of started bringing you towards Disney? What what started kind of pulling you into uh, Disney? No more money. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you know, most of my projects, you know, in my early twenties, were for churches and ministries. Mm-hmm. And uh, what happened was, in, in sometime in the mid nineties, there was a church in Texas that hired a company called Wacky World out in um, out in Florida area, and it, it was probably a three hundred thousand dollar job, wow. something like that. And, and that's, that's pretty small for big, big projects, mm-hmm. theming projects. But basically, you know, in a nutshell, it's kind of like bringing Disneyland, but in the children's ministry mm-hmm. at, at a mega church. And so I was doing a lot of projects like that on a smaller scale with maybe, you know, I might hire two or three people at a time. And then, but eventually I grew to where I became an LLC and I had three to four people working for me full time. And I I seasonally on larger projects, I'd man up and bring more people in um, and then go back down to the three people. Um, but what happened was when the economy really shifted um, and went down in 2007, 2008, mm-hmm. it really just thrashed me. And, you know, and I was married, newly married with our first daughter. And I knew that this is, I, I can't do anything else. This is what I love doing. And I had a business or a business coach and basically said, well, Shane, do you want to lead in the church market or do you want to lead in the commercial market? And uh, I, you know, I thought, well, there's no way I'm in the world. I'm going to lead in the commercial market. It's too big, but they're doing bigger projects. And I would like to be a part of those big projects. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. yeah. And that's when I really turned and had a major shift in, in my pursuit. And then that led me to IAPA, International Association of Amusement Parks, out in uh, the big trade show in Orlando every year. Mm-hmm. And that also led me to the TEA, the Themed Entertainment Association. Mm-hmm. Um, really, because, I, guys, I, I didn't know anybody in the commercial market. Yeah. I didn't know people from Disney. I didn't know people from Universal. Um, I didn't even know at that time, I didn't even know who WDI was. You know? <laughs> okay. And uh, so I was extremely green coming into the TEA. But, I, you know, I've always been a people person, thank God. And, uh, you know, I enjoy people. I enjoy networking and uh, shaking hands, kissing babies, I like to call <laughs> it. Um. And, and, and I dove right in and, and just really started to meet people in the industry. And the, the TEA puts on a multitude of different uh, events. You know, they have SATE every year, which is their educational panel. Um, and then IAPA, they're really involved at IAPA. And I started to go to as many mixers and events that I could and started to meet people. That's the way to do it. That's awesome. That's how else do you? That's awesome. Yeah. Um, and then some other advice that uh, my business coach gave me was uh, go after your competitors, you know, your larger competitors. I was such a small guy that I really had nothing to lose going to competitors and saying, hey, this is this is who I am and this is what I can do. And uh, this is our scope. And. And it got me work. You know, I've got a lot of work where I was partnering with larger vendors. 
so so kind of moving kind of moving from that it, it, it's so clearly you've been doing it now for a while and so what do you kind of see is like um what's kind of the future what is going i mean obviously we have the big the big one coming to disney you know or and to both both parks which would be galaxy's edge so is that kind of like what you see as the future like a lot of people starting to shift to that include i mean not only disney but other amusement parks Oh, you mean where where do I think the industry is going? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, that's a whole nother. <laughs> you know, because I'm on the scenic side, so I'm on the theme, the theming, scenic work, uh, fabrication stuff like that. And on the smaller level, we're almost like dogs. You know, you're you're really fighting for it. And in the larger vendors, uh, scenic shops are. I don't want to say monopoly because that's the wrong terminology, but mm-hmm. they, the big guys are getting bigger. Right. And, you know, they're taking on all the land projects. Uh, so it's almost like I've got to go after those guys to get all the scraps under the table, which, you know, we're fine. I, I'm with Daniels Woodland now, and I'm their senior creative director. Yeah, I saw that, yeah. And we've got 55-plus people, and we're small. Right. You know, compared to the big boys. But um, we don't, you know, we don't want to handle all that. Um, so it's it's an interesting question because the projects seem to be uh, huge in scope, and you know you've got to be a two hundred man plus company that's got major financial track record, and you've got to have hands in China somehow. It seems like, hmm. um, you know, because China's only getting better and they're getting more competitive. Um, and then the global market's changing. I mean, eventually India and South America are going to be players just in demographics alone. Um, and so, I, I, you know, I'm not, you know, I listen to AECOM talk about demographics and where the future is going. Uh, but that's it's beyond me. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm th- how do I make a pirate ship look really cool? Right, yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Not not when we're going to grow our numbers, you know, to be a major player globally in the next 10 years. Right. Okay. Um, so uh, can you, like, provide some good examples of uh, theming that, that you found around the Disneyland Resort? Uh, like uh, the um, um, immersive theming? Well, what I love about Disney, WDI is they you know they'll spend three to four years just in development and concept development they do samples they do texture samples you know they they really take the r d to the next level they all you know their foundation is storyline so they follow a storyline and then the theming the scenic the finishes the signage all that follows the narrative and but they have the time and the budgets to do that. That's what I uh, that's what I love about uh, WDI and their example. Um, you know, Universal seems to do the same thing in many ways, but they do it, you know, in half the time. They really shove it down the pipeline to get it out the door because they're very aggressive right now. Um, so aspects like that. You know, I I always try to communicate. I want to bring a little bit of WDI, their their concept development side, you know, even to a thirty thousand two hundred or up to two hundred thousand dollar project. You know, how can we do that? So their process always blows me away. 
And of course, there's you know, there's all the finishes. There's the paint. Why did they choose that color? Mm-hmm. You know, people say, "Hey, I want this job to look like Disney." Well, what what do you mean? Do you mean uh, <laughs> the Tarzan tree? Do you mean Toontown? Do you mean you know? There's so right. many different looks mm-hmm. in that park, but they take it to the level that's just amazing, and I and I love that. Uh, and that that's part of my job here. You know. I'm, I'm working on smaller projects that, you know, when you have a $60,000 contract, you don't have two months to work on R&D and concept development, but we're working on processes. How can we take even the smallest job and have an R&D process, a concept development process, so that we we have a great package to give to the rest of the team so we can have a success, successful project all the way down the line. Yeah. I hope that answers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, so I have to ask this question then. In in the park, what 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 is your area that you have found like your favorite place to go as far as like when you want to uh, like you know the things that you just everything you just talked about like where where do you think is a good place that kind of exemplifies like the immersiveness and then having all that theming that you that you personally like to go to. I think everyone has their own little niche and corner that we all like to go to. Which one's yours? Oh, ton, I got tons of stuff. Uh, you know, first of all, uh, um, the Jungle Cruise. I what? Oh the, yeah. The number one thing that makes me love Jungle Cruise is you are lost in a jungle. They, <laughs> did, they did such a great job. Um, you you feel like you're in another place. Oh you yeah. Know, with with the trees and all that, so you're immersed into that environment totally. I, I completely just love that aspect of it and i and i love the whole queue line the queue line is just gorgeous mm-hmm. you know and then you've got the old disney gags you know with the the, the skippers you know the people that run the boats oh, yeah. mm-hmm. you know so that's the old school disney to me and i really appreciate and enjoy that um you know then i i'm an older guy so i'm 45 years old so i i love indiana jones hands oh, yeah. down oh yeah it, you know, it's speaking my love language there. I, <laughs> I, I love the old rundown uh, lost temple ruins. I've done it many times, and I could do it till I, I die. I just love that look and feel. I love the Jeep with all the, the props and tchotchkes on it and, you know, the little campsite um, and, and just everything going through the whole queue line. It's just awesome. And then uh, Big Thunder Mountain Railroad, I mean... I was wondering if you're going to go there. Yeah, <laughs> you know Tony, Tony Baxter. He's one of my one of my heroes mm-hmm. for sure. As I've got to know WDI, I, everything that I can learn. I you know I love. Uh, can I throw another podcast out there? Of course, of course. yes. Doug Barnes, you yep. know, yep. Uh, season pass podcast. Mm-hmm. I just I meet these guys, but then I get to go and listen to you know the season pass podcast and learn about who these people were and how they got their start mm-hmm. and anything on Tony, I just devour because uh, everything he touched, I seem to love. Right. Right. Big splat, you know, or splash mountain. Yep. You know, love the theming, love the direction, love, you know, the, the queue. I mean, the queues are completely awesome environment and then all the animatronics and, and just the, in their gags as well on that one. I mm-hmm. uh, love the train. Oh, uh, Yes. Tom Sawyer's Island. I love sitting up on that ship wreckage and just sitting there for 45 minutes and just listening and 
you know, because you feel like you're in a completely different world. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The only thing that reminds you that you're in L.A. or Anaheim is an airplane flying by. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Once in a while. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. You know, oh, yeah. My, my girls and I love that. Love the storytelling. Um, and I, I love Toontown. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so so cool and then you know the star wars i mean it's gosh I, a year ago year and a half ago i, I was sticking my cell phone over ah, um, yep. up, you know yep <laughs> trying, yep yeah oh, trying yeah. to get the photos oh yeah no we were we were peeking through fences oh yeah, yeah. and I, i'm still trying to get work there uh, i just met with somebody and um i don't know if we are going to but i i just said look I don't care if I'm theming light switch covers. Right. I just want to be able to say I worked on Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, right. definitely. Right. Oh, yeah, I would too. Uh, just going back, because I could talk about that a lot, and we probably will in a moment, but um, something you had talked about when you said you didn't have time for like a budget to do like a full-on like um, R&D, and you're trying to bring that into your current projects. Uh, how important is like model making in this whole process? Well, I I love model making mm-hmm. just because I, I enjoy doing it, and I'm really quick. Sometimes I can do a model faster than I can do the sketches, and oh. you know, I, I because I you know, like if I'm doing a little treehouse or something, uh, you can I can do it at one inch scale, then hand it to the steel guys and go or the sculpture team and go, hey, this is what we're going to build. <laughs> oh, okay, and they can take it to scale and just run off with it, uh, and that's bench building that's the terminology for bench building um so you can only get away with that with non-ip type of projects right but a lot of it's interesting a lot of companies can't do bench building or they do all bench building Mm. Uh, but we're working with ip projects and bench building um so it's kind of fun to i call it being a cowboy Um, (laughs) you know because man i and i'm gonna not throw any names out but you work with some of the larger IP and they they can't be cowboys when it comes to doing bench building because they're so stuck in that process of everything has to be signed off and right that, that whole process they you, you say hey just build this yeah <laughs> it ain't gonna happen <laughs> you're gonna get a, they're gonna look at you cross-eyed yeah so I kind of I I guess I got pride about that that I can do that but um, but we can also follow the IP rules. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. yeah. I'm sure that must be a good time. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So models, um, it, it, it all depends on the client. It depends on if the budget's there. If if the client really wants to see it mocked up, then um, then we'll do that. We'll throw the numbers in in there for that. But most of the time now, with with CGI computer generated, you can just do it. And, Maya or ZBrush or something like that, Rhino, and and there it is, and the client's happy with it. But uh, if it's the right client, you can you can push that and get away with it. A lot of times, though, you know, even if we, the client's not paying for it, we'll do texture mockups or paint mockups just so my team has a good direction moving forward and they can follow that that process. Gotcha. Do you um. This isn't important. This is, wasn't on my list, but uh, do you find like when you go to like any theme park besides Disney that you're just going around taking like mental notes of like, oh, 
yeah, I could I could fix this here or this would flow better if this was like this. Oh, yeah. All day long. It drives, <laughs> it drives my girls crazy. Oh, yeah. 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 So with, when, when it was just my wife and I, forget about it. She's just don't bring a camera. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. With my girls, I'm able to chill out a little bit because I'm enjoying the park through their eyes. Oh, my right. gosh. Right. Right. Absolutely. They, they keep me on my toes. But yeah, no, I come on, man. I Every single problem. I don't care if it's, uh, you know, a carny. You know, if I'm I'm checking it out. I'm going, how did they fabricate that? What was their design process? <laughs> um, you know, or why do I not like it? Why do I like it? Or if you see some design, why does that draw me in? Mm. If, and then I'm assessing it or I'm taking photos of it. Uh, every project that I get, I, I just have my own process where I will, if it's a pirate ship, I'm going to go look and find photos of pirate ships. Um, everything from a Disney-esque to uh, Pirates of the Caribbean or to a real ship. You know, I like to see the variances to give me, you know, give me an idea so that I can move forward with a different look, if that's possible. So I have I have to ask. This is kind of, and we're just going to keep on rolling here. Um, <laughs> um, I, I I've seen, like I said before, I, I've seen a lot of your paintings, and and the one question, I mean, you keep you 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 will bring another one out, and you bring another one out, and I'm looking at it, and I'm always constantly wondering every time you bring up another one. I mean, you the ones that I'm always drawn to are obviously going to be the Star Wars and the Disney theme, and then also the Marvel. And so now they're all kind of together. But um, I, and I always have the question, like, how do you go there? Like, where what is what is it that you see? I mean, I saw you did a stormtrooper on a piece of cardboard and I was like, who 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 thinks like that? You know, and then you did another mural I, I, I saw. And then the one that drew me uh, first first piece I ever saw from you was uh, the big Darth Vader. Um, it's like a seven foot. I think it's like a huge mural of just his yeah. mask. And that was like that one pulled me in right away, and I, and I've always wondered like what where does that come from? Where you just walk along one day and you're like, hey, that would make a great painting, and and off you go, or do you actually think about it? Oh man, I mean, you know, I uh, again, I thank God for my wife and girls because they keep me grounded. You know, <laughs> I, I yeah, I've got a street at heart. I love street art. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I worked in an inner city youth ministry in the in the early '90s in San Francisco. I lived in the ghetto for three years, and, oh. and back when Barry McGee was getting up on Sixth Street, Sixth and Mission, you know, the beautiful losers. There were a group of artists that were run, you know doing artwork through that area, um, Shepherd Ferry, all that kind of stuff. And I, I constantly want to just go do you know paint Ariel on a broken bridge you know where it's where it's just thrashed and and rusted uh that's the perfect place to do it I'm always thinking of things that you know guerrilla marketing I just love I love that Mm -hmm. side of things I mean that's part of the reason I I don't know if you saw the video where my girls and I did stormtrooper mural I did I did yeah you know that that's my heart and and I think that and part of me gets kind of frustrated because when I meet a lot of creative directors that are in this industry, you know, they're, they get, you get to a level where you're just pushing, you're pushing key, the keypad. Right. And you know, you're direct. And even I do this a lot. I mean, I'm directing, I'm not out there 
doing a lot of the art uh, or sculpting like I used to because there's so much there's so many projects and there's a team to do it. Um, but it's a full-time job just overseeing it and making sure that the creative direction is moving the right way. So the paintings are kind of my way of going, yeah, well, here, look, I in your face, I can still be an artist. Right, <laughs> I don't ever want to lose that. Yep. And, and I think my painting is going to be part of uh, paying for three daughters' weddings here in the future. <laughs> yeah. yeah and, go, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. You know, so it's it, no one. No one's telling me what to do when I paint. Um, and, you know, the Stormtroopers and the Star Wars, I'm really pushing myself, trying to do something different, get more impressionistic and, and really have fun with it. But, you know, like you, I mean, people are drawn to it and they love it. And, yeah. and, uh, and I'm very grateful for that because, uh, you know, I'll do a gig and um, and then I meet people and they just love my artwork and then they hire me to do some private commissions. And, and, and I just I really, really love it. Yeah, I, I've seen you. I mean, I, I follow you on Instagram. So, you know, whenever you put up everything, I'm like, ooh, what's he doing now? What's he doing now? Yeah, very cool. Yeah. So um, kind of going back to the park. Um, so, you know, uh, DCA is going through a theming change uh, now, getting rid of the uh, the pier and going to Pixar Pier. Um, and then, and so I'm curious on your thoughts on that and also what they're going to do with Marvel kind of moving into there. Um, what your thoughts are and what you'd like to see. Well, and forgive me any WDI friends that I have that are listening to this. <laughs> this is no criticism, but I never really liked DCA. I just, I felt like it was, <laughs> you know, in Disneyland, you're lost. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Disneyland is magical. Right. And you are lost in a world. I never felt like I was lost at DCA Mm -hmm. and I I, as much as I've been born and raised in California I don't really care about California culture that much (laughs) I I, I just don't I I would rather go to the future or the past or adventure Um, so hands down completely love Cars Land right oh yeah amazing yeah I want to eat there I want to hang out there go to sleep there you know right (laughs) Ride the rides. I just, I love cars. I love Pixar IP. Um, I love Marvel IP. Mm-hmm. Um, so that probably answers your question. You mm-hmm. know, I, I don't, I, I don't care too much about, you know, the whole boardwalk thing. I'm glad that it's going Pixar Pier personally. Um, and I'd like to see some of the concrete disappear. Mm. Oh, yeah. You know, and and feel more immersed into that whole area. So I, I don't. You know, I've seen the concept art. Um, I don't know everything that they're doing, but I'm very curious, and and I am excited. I think the Pixar IP is a home run, and I mean, we all know that the Marvel IP is amazing, mm-hmm. and, and it's doing great, and it's going to be strong. Yep. Yeah, I agree. So, uh, do do you think that they should uh, change the name then eventually? Oh, yeah. Oh man, you know, gosh, I, that's gotta be so tough to be a, a creative leader in, in WDI. Cause you're, you're, you're dealing with, you're dealing with high, you know, the heads, the higher uppers, you're dealing with marketing, you're dealing with Marvel now and you know, the Pixar. So you're dealing with all these different people that have their suggestions, their ideas. And I think, uh, 
I, I'm curious if they're going to change that. I'm sure they probably are. Uh, it would. I would love to be a fly on that wall. All right, yeah, for sure. Definitely. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, how they navigate through that. I mean, you've got to be a really an amazing navigator to to filter through that process to see where that goes. Right. So I'm kind of with you guys. I'm sitting back on what you know what is going to happen. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, you had you had mentioned that um, instead of dealing with California, you'd rather go to the past or on an um, adventure or you mentioned tomorrow. So that's going to lead us until tomorrow. Um, Tomorrowland is one of these things that we've been kind of bringing up for the last almost two years about where the the current state of Tomorrowland. So um, from a theming, uh, back, or, sorry, sorry, from a theming perspective and someone who likes a good story, how would you, if they said, hey, Shane, uh, this is this is like WD, uh, WDI calling you, hey, can we um, pick your brain on Tomorrowland? How can we make it better? Well, the, and that's a great question because what's going to happen with all the Star Wars influence now that they're going to have Star Wars land. Sure. Yeah. And, you know, you can't, I, the one thing that I'm nervous about is the oversaturation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think I saw an article, what, two weeks ago saying that they might have uh, a TV show, Star Wars TV show. Yep. They've been playing with that for a while. Yep. And I, as much as I love Star Wars, I'm nervous about it. Uh, it you know, and a lot of people might be excited that they're going to do that. Mm. Um, but, I'm kind of don't, you know, don't oversaturate it. Make me wait two years, you know, for the next story to come out or or once a year, whatever that is. But, you know, so I don't know. They've had a big push with, you know, there's Marvel, the Marvel. Um, uh, what do you call it? Meet and greets. Oh, sure. mm -hmm. greet. um, and I. I, let me let me kind of say it in a different way. <laughs> I feel like Epcot needs to change. Interesting. Okay. Okay. And Epcot is, you know, that's the Disney World way. Uh, you know, that's the future Tomorrowland mm -hmm. for, you know, Disney uh, Disney World. And I just I went there a year ago, and I'm just like, wow. Yeah, this really needs to change. Right. <laughs> and there's and there's so much space there, and, and a lot of that stuff is old. Sure. Uh, but what I I, I I love the fantasy. I you know I, I love. Um, I I just love the I I love stuff that, you know, we don't have. It's not right. attainable. It's not accessible. So I, I hope that helps. I I, I can't give. I mean, again, WDI, they've got a full-time job right. uh, on how how to take the next generation and and walk them through, you know, what's what's going to happen new in the parks. Mm. Star Wars is going to be such a big deal. I'm curious of what they've got uh, in their, you know, wheelhouse for all those changes. Sorry, I can't give you a, a definite oh, no. longer answer. Um, yeah, no, it's a tough one. We talk about it all the time, and, and over-saturation, we've had that discussion a few times on the show. And then, yeah, about Tomorrowland, we've always had that very different. And we ask because it is such kind of a hot topic for anyone to be going to the park for a while. Like, what are your thoughts on, 
you know, we need to improve it. So we actually have a, a hashtag that we run around called Make Tomorrowland Great Again. And we have a T-shirt because we, <laughs> we believe that much and we need to do something with that. Yeah. Yeah, it, it feels like they just threw Star Wars in there to kind of uh, give it a jump start and revive it. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, but the, the heart is just kind of slowly beating. Right. Uh, yeah, that's true. You know, because, uh, I mean, gosh, you go to uh, Avatar in, in uh, Disney World, mm-hmm. and it's a four-hour wait, three- to four-hour wait on everything. And you know that's going to happen with Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, uh, so what what are your biggest um, concerns then with Star Wars Galaxy's Edge coming to the park? Um, I, I know there's a lot that you're probably as a as a theme designer and story you know person that there's going to be a lot that you're going to really 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 like. Um, but are there some major concerns that you have for this in terms of like what we're losing in our original park? Oh man! <laughs> you know, we, I, I, I mean, I, I, were you guys at D twenty three this year? No. no, we missed it. We we didn't. We were trying to get there and we didn't get there. The the model was the model was ridiculous. Yes, I've heard. Yeah, actually, I actually heard uh, your interview on uh, what was it on? Um, Oh, chat. yeah, on my chat yeah, with Dusty little, Sage. Yeah, with Dusty Sage, and uh, yeah, you were kind of talking about it, and there you guys kind of discussed that model. It's kind of like after I saw the the late the latest, you know, the the Last Jedi. Um, yeah, I couldn't write anything on Facebook for I, and I don't think I ever did. I just I went and saw it twice, mm-hmm. um, but uh, I just you know again I, I last time I saw Luke I was a kid, mm-hmm. right. And, and now I'm seeing him on the screen again, and I'm taking my daughter, who's eight years old, or ten years old, and she, you know, and I'm experiencing this with her. And I really had to stop and ponder it and think for a while because it, it was emotional, right? And you know, now we get to walk into this land, or you know, I do that is going to have a Tie Fighter and X-wing fighters and. Uh, a Millennium Falcon and all these environments that you get to go through. And I've seen some of the stuff and it's just unbelievable. It's top notch work. Yeah, I I don't know. I I might even be one of those guys that doesn't go, um, you know, for a while Mm -hmm. when it opens up because I I want to experience it and I want to soak it in. And I, and I'm, I think that it's an artist in me that, I, I take these things in really emotional because I'm factoring in the storyline, my my life. This is a story that's a part of my life. Mm. Um, I wanted to be Luke Skywalker, and I wanted to marry a Princess Leia. I mean, come on. Mm-hmm. And so I found out she was my sister. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and it became awkward, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, so it hits me on, on a lot of levels. And then, yeah, and then I'm, I'm in the scenic world. I'm a fabricator, and... And I love this kind of stuff. So I'm going to go into it in a completely different way. I can see myself needing to sit down mm-hmm. and sit there for a while, soak it in. My daughters will want to go on a ride. And I'm just going to want to walk around, not even take photos or anything. Because uh, it, it's going to be pretty amazing. And I know WDI is going to knock it out of the park. Mm-hmm. You know, their their storytelling's developed even more. 
and I, I'm I'm pretty sure that they want it to be completely immersive, like the park is. Mm-hmm. That, that whole land will be magical. Um, but I just uh, and I, yeah, seeing that model is just going to be unbelievable. And I, I I think I don't really have any concerns. Just uh, I just know it's going to be crazy for a while, and I want to be able to go in there and experience it, and really enjoy it and be a part of it in any way I can. And I, I think that's part of why I've been really, in the last four years, been painting a lot of Star Wars paintings because it makes me feel like I am a part hmm. of this galaxy and I'm a part of the makers somehow that's making this thing become a reality. Jeez. Yeah, that's really well said. Because, you know, like the things you were saying, I, I can relate a lot. Because um, when I go to the park... You know, I'm at the. I'm actually one year older than you, if you can believe it. <laughs> but um, oh, good! That makes me feel better. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I've had the experience of going um, when I was younger quite a bit, and then going um, with my two daughters. You know, and now they're twenty and seventeen. Um, so, and I've you know I've seen the park through their eyes, but I can actually go now and not even ride anything. I, I can walk around and look at stuff and, and just take everything in. And of course they don't understand that, but, um, but you know, cause they, they want to go on everything and do whatever. But I, I just like sitting around and looking at things. Uh, although I'll definitely ride, you know, I'll definitely like match them ride for ride. I just prefer, you know, I could easily take it slower and take everything in. I a hundred percent agree with you. Cool. You, you, you and I could go hold hands and just hang out. <laughs> oh, anytime, anytime. You know, it's funny you're, you're you're kind of describing what you do, and I'm like, holy smokes, that sounds like Mark. And this is Mark. You and Mark are gonna be can be buddies. Just yeah, exactly. Just kind of sit there and pick and look at everything, and and yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you know, when Udi and I went, you were gone by for for about an hour by yourself. Yeah, no, I did. I did. I did, I did the same thing. Maybe not to the. Same extent, but yeah, there are moments in time where I'm like, uh, I'm gonna go over here and just kind of hang out and and uh, and just sit down. I mean, I can do that by the rivers of America. I mean, just certain times, it's just perfect, um, perfect time, like in the evening or something like that. Is just you know, it's great to do that. Yeah, yeah, those are some. Those are my favorite times in the evening and or early in the morning when there's not a lot of people there. And you can really just soak it all in. I mean, you know, thanks. Walt Disney walked that park all the time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, because it was his love. And, um, yeah, and that's that's why it's, man, if I could just go back, I would have loved to have been a part of the original team back when there wasn't so much politics. You know, there was, Walt would come in and go, hey, guys, I want this to be built. And everyone knew better. Sure, Walt, yeah, we can do that. <laughs> you know? And everyone, but everybody had to get together to make it happen. Sure, it, you know something that's never been done before, and that's uh, uh, what an amazing experience mm-hmm. to be a part of something like that. Right. So, like, if you listen to like Bob Bob Gurr talk about those days, which I I absolutely love everything that guy does. Um, he he says, you know, basically like just that. What would come in and say, okay, this this is a, this is what we're going to do, and they would get things done. And um, the whole process seems to have changed almost almost for the worse. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. I, I don't know if um, Universal is going to make make Disney change at all because uh, you know they get things out so fast. Mm-hmm. But 
but then and and I it's uh, I mean Harry Potter out in um, which I forget which one it's called out in Orlando is just uh, amazing because you are lost you know there uh, versus I'm trying to be very sensitive on what I say because oh. I, I know a few universal creative people and they're they they all do an amazing job and they they're doing the best they can with what they get especially on such short timelines but yeah uh, again i i think everyone's striving for immersion as much as they can everything mm -hmm. from uh you, you know the buying experience uh feeling like even you go into a store and it feels like you're there you, you know the, the sound the music being lost uh yeah, I think yeah, Disney's going to hit a home run. Oh, for sure. Mm -hmm. with so, Galaxy's Edge. Yeah. So you had mentioned that uh, you wish you had been there from like day one with with Walt Disney and his and his crew putting together Disneyland. What what changes do you think you would have you you would have like suggested? Oh my! You know, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have had suggestions. I, I <laughs> wanted to be. A, I just wanted to be a part of it. Oh, uh, okay. I, I loved that, that uh, Walt uh, brought in brought in creative people and he trusted them, you know, and he let them go and he let them do their work. And I, I love that I feel like I always thrive. I'm only as good as my team that is around me. And I, I've learned a long time ago I don't have all the answers. And in uh, learning how to put your own ego down and and uh, lead by uh, letting other people have opinions and ideas and and lead as well, um, it it makes it that much more rich. And I hear, I just hear so many stories, um, you know. There's the good and bad stories, but I hear so many stories of you know again Bob Kerr. I mean, Walt comes and says, "Hey, I want to make the Matterhorn." And, <laughs> You know, with a roller coaster going through it, and they designed and built it within, uh, I believe, it was a nine-month period. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's really never been done before. And so, I, I wish I was a part of that, and I, I wish I was a part of Walt. You know, I, I heard Walt would um, work; he would play with miniatures. You know, he's playing with miniatures, and that's really kind of helped push Disneyland and make that happen. And just because he, he was a kid, you know, he loved trains and mm -hmm. wanted to do something for his family that, that other families could enjoy and bring and, you know, be a part of. Um, I, I get so emotional about that. Even movies, you know, I'm a watch, watch the makings to movies, mm -hmm. a holly. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, you know, man, I, I'm just like, dang it, dang it. I wish I was on Lord of the Rings movie set oh, geez, or... Right. Or, you know, Indiana Jones, you know, the, the, the first Raiders of the Lost Ark. That's right. that, it would make me 80 years old now. But, <laughs> but uh, you know, but I, I just, uh, it's funny how I get that way. I, I you know, almost get really uh, antsy and just irritated. You know, I'm like, <laughs> dang it, because I, I, I watch, you know, everybody from doing the miniatures and the, the sculptures and the ships and the art direction and and uh, and I, I love huge teams. You know, we got 500 people working on a, a major set for six weeks to make it happen. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I definitely love what I do. 
Awesome. Okay, so um, we have some other we have some additional questions that we have that we ask all of our guests, um, and it's just like a general Disneyland primer stuff. So um, mm-hmm. and they're super easy, <laughs> but it, it's just like it's just so it's, it's basically it's your preferences. Okay, so. Okay, so what are your essential Disneyland attractions that you have to experience every time you go to the park? Um. Well, I got. I'm thinking through this because mm-hmm. I have I have girls now. So mm-hmm. I, <laughs> I I don't talk anymore. I just I just nod and say yes and follow them. <laughs> oh, I can relate. <laughs> they, yeah, they all tell us what to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, you know, there's so many things, but I, I, I love just going down Main Street, uh, Main Street, USA. It's I love how you come in through the gate and 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 then you walk in Main Street and the music's on and the people and and uh, you just feel like you're in another world. And you see the castle. Up. So I, I love I love a lot of simplistic stuff. Um, and I love uh the train, you know, the train's super simple and slow. Um, I love that experience of just uh, going slowly around the park and experiencing it that way. Um, and and walking into the other lands, you okay. know, the, uh, it just, uh, it's just always such a great experience. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Soaking it all in. I hope that answers your question. It does. It does. Okay. Awesome. Thank you. All right. So the next one is, what is your favorite place to eat or snack at the park? I think we already answered this one if we think about it. Oh, yeah. Cars Cars land. Land. Mm -hmm. That's what I thought. (laughs) But it flows. You know, if you you sit in flows, (laughs) um, there's uh, over to, like, if you get your food and you go to your left, you can you sit down and there's big old windows there mm-hmm. and you just see all the rock work for Cars Land. Oh yeah, and yeah, yep. At night it's all lit up. Mm-hmm. That's the best place to sit, get some ribs, sit there and eat, and just sit there for an hour and a half. I love it. I like it. All right. Th- that is our first Flows V8 answer. It yeah. is. That's the first one we've yeah. ever had. All right. But now when we go in March, I'm going to have to sit there, Shannon. And he said ribs. And I was like, yeah, that sounds oh, pretty yeah. good. That, that sounds right. Good. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Let's see here. Okay. So the next one is, um, do you like the daytime or the nighttime better? And if it's the nighttime, where do you like to be when the park gets dark? Well, my family and I, we love nighttime. We love Christmas. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. We just love going down Main Street when it's all Christmassy, the big, huge tree right there. Um, I, that's, that part's just amazing. And the castle lit up. Yeah, that sounds, that sounds about right. So, okay, um, and then this one is, if you were to take a friend or a family member and show them a certain part of the park that, symbol, that best symbolizes Walt Disney um, and what he was trying to do, what would you show them? Oh, um, I want to show them a lot of things, uh-huh. really. Okay, lid on us. Yeah. <laughs> one, one thing that I can say is we we tell people family because we have Disney, we have season passes, mm-hmm. and when I'm working slaving, my wife and girls are over there at the park. <laughs> um, but uh, um, we always love to take people to Disneyland first, 
And then I, then I, I'm like, okay, then we've got to go to Cars Land, and that's it. So we'll do Disneyland, and then we'll go hit Cars Land because uh, I, I just feel like that's really the only place that's immer- uh, again immersive in in DCA. And and we we have our rounds, you know. It depends on who it is, but you know, definitely going through Main Street and the castle. But we take them typically to the traditional rides first, and that's um, Pirates of the Caribbean, that's mm-hmm. Jungle Cruise, um, and then we'll usually go to either uh, Indiana Jones on the way or uh, Big Thunder Mountain, and then Flash. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah, and then the Matterhorn. Oh, you can't forget that. Oh no, you cannot. <laughs> so, so it's funny. I mean, other than other than uh, Cars Land, we take them more to the traditional, the, the old school Disney. Yeah. Yep. Oh, all right. Can definitely get behind that. that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Let's see. Okay. And so, if you could go back to a specific time, either a year or a decade, to visit to take a visit to the park, what time would it be? Oh, that's that's when they were building the park. Oh, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would have loved to have been a part of that team somehow. Oh, yeah. The discovery of all those things being new uh, and being a part of that. Oh, my gosh. And, and all those amazing artists. Um, oh, right. Yeah, it would be yeah. incredible. That's I mean, that's the time that I said, mm-hmm. you know, Mary, mm-hmm. Mary Blair and Davis. And gosh, yeah. <laughs> the thing is, we, we, we seldom get the same answer for that one, too. Everyone has different periods that they want to go to. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do most people say that? Um, no, uh, I think Jess said 55. Mm-hmm. You 55. said 55. Um, I forgot what I, I think I went forward. I, I wanted to go forward in time to see what was going on, <laughs> what was going to happen. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, not me. Mm. I want the I want the past. Oh, I said I said 59. <laughs> yeah, I know that. So let's see here. OK. And so our last question. Um, it's kind of a silly one. And this is actually a new question. So you're going to be our first guest that we've actually asked this to. And it is a silly question. Um, but if you were going to start a new Disneyland social club, what would you call it? Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> I don't have an answer to this one either. So. I don't either. So <laughs> no. if you don't have an answer, That's don't why. feel pressured. <laughs> Okay, I'm thinking, I'm thinking. So there, I always want to learn new stuff. So it's either, and it would definitely be a part of theming or design. Mm-hmm. So I would want to do, I would want to start a social club that brought in, you know, people like Tony Baxter um, or some of the greats, um, Bob Gers, things like that. It would be so fun to be able to go through the park with guys like that. Oh yeah, and hear, and hear their stories. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um, just talking about different fabrication and issues and problems and you know great changes and things like that. And I, I think that would be an amazing social club. What would I call it? Hanging with the greats. Oh, like there you it. go. I like it. I love Absolutely it. perfect. It's like- all right, that's awesome. Well, cool. Well, those are those are those questions. So, thank you so much for letting me ask you. Yes, yeah. um, and thank you for spending some time with us, Shane. Mm-hmm. Um, where where can people find you for more um, information? Well, yeah, um, they can find me. I, I'm putting together my new website now, ShaneGrammerArts.com. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
that is strictly all my paintings and some sculptures, stuff like that. I don't know what I'm going to do with all my theming stuff, but I work for Daniel's Woodland. Um, and uh, they can look me up there as well. But, you know, most of our projects, you know, we just don't, you know, they're IP driven, so we can't just throw them out there. Sure. But uh, yeah, but if they if they want to look me up, they can find me on my website. Um, or oh my yeah, I'm forgetting everything. Instagram, yeah. Um, Instagram, I think is Shane Grammar Arts. Mm-hmm. Um, I also have a YouTube channel. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, so I I've been shooting paint my paintings with GoPro. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I, I've seen a couple. Yeah. Yeah, so I throw videos up on there and i'm going to start throwing some snake type of stuff as well in model making things like that so yeah youtube facebook i got a facebook fan page uh instagram and then uh, my website shangrammerarts.com okay awesome i'll put all of that information on our on our show notes for the upcoming show mm-hmm. yeah yeah thank you all right so I have one last question I got to ask you. Um, how how much fun do you have when you do your live paintings? Because I I had a blast just watching you do that one. Like like I talked to you earlier, I, not, I didn't mention it on the show, but I'll say it now that I met you at uh, the premiere of The Force Awakens up here, and you were doing your painting of uh, Ray with BB-8 walking in, into the sunset, which is an amazing painting. How much fun do you have? I mean, do you doing that i mean it sounded like i mean look like you're having a blast but it also kind of seemed like you were in the zone when you were painting yeah i definitely get in the zone but i i really do enjoy it i um i've been painting live for many years you know i'm not a i'm not a you know i, I mean i call it performance art but it's really you know i'm not david garibaldi you know <laughs> yeah. he, puts on a, he puts on an amazing show yeah um what I like about the way I, I paint is a lot of times the crowd, um, it, I, I interact with them. And, you know, so I get to meet a lot of cool people. And, and I donate a lot of artwork to different causes throughout the year. And uh, people buy my art and they never, you know, they never get to meet me or I never meet them until some of these events or live painting events. And uh, so many times families have come up and oh we've got you know two of your paintings and we really wanted to meet you and you know so and then I stop painting and I get to talk and find out who they're about and they ask me questions and and I I really love that you know because it's uh, you you, that's the best thing about being an artist is when somebody wants your art or loves your art or your art impacts them in some way so I, I enjoy that interaction uh, when I and, and then I'm painting on top of it, so it's pretty. It's like I'm getting the best of both worlds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Everybody's gonna have to go on your Instagram and Facebook and look at your photos. They're just absolutely incredible. Yes. yes. Or yeah. photos, I should say, paintings. Yeah. Everyone, everyone, check them out. If you guys have not heard of uh, Shane Grammer, go find his stuff. It is amazing. Yeah. Hey, thanks, guys. Yeah. I really appreciate it so much. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Thank you, thank you. Shane. No, thank you again for being on the show. This was a lot of fun. This was a great. Yeah, and we're we're we'll have to do it again. So you know, sometime. <laughs> yeah, yeah, anytime. It's always fun talking about myself. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Perfect. 
Okay. Well, thank you so much, Shane. And we will uh, be uh, definitely talking to you again soon. Okay. It sounds great. And thank you guys again. You guys are awesome and uh, appreciate what you're doing. All right. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Thank you. We'll talk to you soon. Okay. Bye. 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 Awesome. Thank you so much, Mr. Shane Grammer, for hanging out with us for that interview. I had a good time. I had a blast. It was awesome. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I said it before, now. I'll say it again. Go check out his stuff. It is so cool. I mean, it is so cool. I, I, I've, been wanting, I've been wanting to interview this guy since I met him mm-hmm. uh, two plus years ago now. Yes. And, man... So cool. Go check out his stuff. And the guy's a great guy. He does a lot of things, like he was saying, uh, for charity and things like that. Yeah. Go, go support it. And, and he just, you know, it's building the community. And, man, so cool. Definitely. Yeah, yeah he definitely gets it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Go. Uh, his uh, links will be on our, our, our show notes. Um, and I definitely encourage you guys to check out his work. And I was just saying, um, I was just thinking, though, that... You know, everyone we've interviewed, and I feel so lucky and blessed that we're able to talk to people that love this stuff. Everyone in the Disney community is so cool and down to earth. Yes, they are. I mean, they want to talk about stuff. They want to share things. And everyone has a different story. Everyone has a different entry point into the park. And I mean, as as to why they like it. And I just, it's just incredible. And this community just keeps growing and growing. And um very very cool stuff you know we didn't talk to him about you know i was gonna ask him about the star wars what he thought for sure about everything but i i guess he's he liked the last jedi well it kind of sounded like he took did what we've all done is mm-hmm. kind of take it a second and yeah figure out where, <laughs> where our heads are with the movie but you know hey we'll, we can have him back on yeah we will yeah. and this yeah, we'll, we'll talk more about theming because i love that mm-hmm. yeah definitely okay well beans yeah. All right. So episode 55. Oh, I'm so excited. It's my anniversary. Yeah. It's her. Yeah. She would have been on 50 episodes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. 50. <laughs> yeah. We're going to have to have like a cake or something. Uh, yeah. Or some jelly beans or something. Oh, yes. No We're, more jelly beans. Cake infused jelly beans. Was, we should cake. Yeah. We should get some cake or something. Okay. Okay. We'll figure it out. Um, Ooh, or drinks. Or drinks. Yes. Episode 55 is coming at you in a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know exactly what we're talking about, but I think we're going to talk about the park in 1955. Mm-hmm. I think uh, that's a great idea. And talk about everything that was opened and how that all went down and everything like that. Yep. Um Okay, so Jess, where can people find you? Okay, let's see here. You guys can find me on Facebook, Jessica Farfan. Uh, And then our Leaving Today podcast Facebook page is Leaving Today Space Podcast. I couldn't put them together. It wouldn't work. Um, And please, yeah, if you guys uh, look on there, I'm constantly seeing that we're getting new page views. Just hit that like and follow button for us so that we, uh, you know, that we know you're there and see that you can get all the updates and whatnot. and then let's see, uh, Instagram is Jess Farfan, and Snapchat code is Jessica Farfan. Uh, and my Snapchat code is on my Instagram page and on the Leaving Today podcast Instagram page. Or, yeah, yeah, precisely. That's it. All right. Yeah. For, for more banter, that's witty. Where can people find you, Woody? 
Uh, you can find me on all of my socials with her Twitter, Snapchat, and Instagram. All H A X G O A L I E Hacks Goalie. Uh, you can also find me on my other podcast show, uh, Bad or Bad, which is all bad or bad one word in on YouTube. And then we have Team Better Bad on Instagram and Settle One on Facebook forward slash Better Bad. All right. Uh, you can send us an email at info at leavingtodaypodcast.com. Uh, you can find me at, on Instagram at leavingtodaypodcast. Um, and also go to our, our merchandise page, find a shirt, find a sticker, find a coffee mug, um, or go to Tee Public and then look uh, for Leaving Today Podcast and find something that you like and wear it to the park. Um, yeah. All right. So episode 55 is coming up soon. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, we you. really appreciate it. Thank you to Shane Grammer again. Uh, thank you to Jess for putting together a nice 101. Thank you. Uh, and everything else. Yeah. Okay. Uh, until next time, we will see you in the parks. Good see ya. Night. I was going to say something. Wait, 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 hold on. Yeah, we got we to do this again. Can yeah. we? Yeah, we're going to keep where. Can we? We could. We could. Um, we could read. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm tired. I know. That could have gone very, very bad. I tried to. Okay. Oh, man, that was hard. <laughs> oh, Jess, the hits just keep coming here, don't they? The hits you're, keep coming. You have to edit all that out. Okay. Oh, no, I'm not. Too bad you guys aren't sticking around for tacos like this. Do it. Okay. You okay. said you need the Mac? I'm just going to have you stick this thing in there. That's in what he said. Yeah, I knew that was coming. You beat me to it, and I like <laughs> That's it. what she said. Um, Udi, mm-hmm. you have felt a great disturbance, haven't you, my I, apprentice? I have. Yeah? You sense the weakness in your coffee? I have, very often. Yeah. Is there a lack of flavor? Usually. Let's Sorry. get going because okay. I got tacos waiting for me. Oh, I'm okay. going. I'm com- am I coming over or no? Yes. No. Right. Temptation is great, though. Temptation is great. I'm still hungry. <laughs> I have a full rack of ribs in the fridge. I'm ready. I got lasagna in the fridge. In the fridge? Yeah, yep. I haven't made it yet. It's. Oh, okay. you have to cook it? I have to cook it. That takes like four hours. So I look at it, and it's a decent sized steak. 16 cents. Nope. Let me see it. Nope. Let me see it. You know, if I take it off, it locks and no one can touch it. That's fine. I'm not going to... You don't have to take it off. Oh, my God. But you make me hot. (laughs) And I don't know why. Why do you... Okay. Because you are a sarcastic... God, my... Yeah, it's too short. It's too short. It's too short. Okay, we're back to the news. Oh, yeah. Okay, hold on. I got to drink more. Okay. Drink your... What are you looking at? Don't you even... You keep your hands off my Reese's. You know how much he likes me? Not very much. Not anyway, much okay. This is mine. <laughs> Not very much. <laughs>
acid, not as much as this one. Oh, okay, 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 gotcha. That's why I'm okay. See, you're ready to get all hyphy on me, and that's I'm what still hyphy. I know. We're just gonna do things a little different right oh, now. Okay. I'll show you my monkeys. Your what? My monkeys. But then when you pet her, she bites you. Oh, well, that I have no control over. Why you gotta ruin everything? Wow, these are smaller than I thought. That's what she said. No bed sheets. Why are you yelling at me? Because I like yelling at you. Get over it. I was just asking. I can't ask questions now? No. Oh, well, I'm gonna. Okay. Bam! Oh, what? My mouth hurts. And every time I look at it, it makes me cry a little bit on the inside. <laughs> it really does. No, I will give you one. You have to give me two. Nope. One from the back. Drink your alcohol that's way too strong. Way too strong. <laughs> <laughs> kitty, kitty, kitty. <laughs>